three, two, one. Welcome to the Long Beach Social Experiment Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, aka Mega Man. This is episode 303. Before I start this episode, I want to give a shout out to the homie Mirage putting this episode together at East of the River Studios. I got a co-host. We all know her as Cindy, but we all know her on Instagram as Cali Girl Eats. And um, is there something that you want to say before we start this episode, Cindy? I do. I just want to say this as a disclaimer, guys, because we're going to air some dirty laundry. It's called Clear the Air. So if you're sensitive, you might want to just log off. All right. So it's been a minute. Um, I took a break um, to take care of my boys. And the first thing is I want to let everyone know, thank you for your prayers and wishes. Um, my son, Gavin, made a speedy recovery. He had an asthma attack. I was at work, but luckily you and I were there to take him to the hospital, and he is way better. And also we had another scare attack with my son, Alexander, of his canatonia that flared up. We took care of that, and this is one of the reasons why um, people are asking, when are you going to put an episode? But the thing is that you and I, we both know that family comes first and we put podcasts aside, but we had to give the people what they want because there is a lot of things, Cindy, we need to address. We need to clear the air. And the reason why the topic is called clearing the air, because this will be the last time we will talk about these matters ever again. I'm not going to be regurgitating. I'm not going to just keep on repeating the same situations for episodes or years to come. Once we say what we want to say, it's it. So what do you have to say about that, Cindy? Well, I just would like to start off by saying um, what we're going to discuss. Um, it's just for us to address the timeline and the situations of what you're experiencing and what you mm -hmm. had to deal with in your personal life and how it affected the podcast. And then these people that were creating havoc, you know, it doesn't have a reflection on you at all, Stephen. It's a reflection on them and their character and their lack of character. And because of these situations and these topics that we will be talking about, we had to part ways. We have to move different. But at the same time, like how you say, there was things that you said, hey, you called it and mm -hmm. it, things happen. A lot of times Stephen will tell me things it's almost like I say he predicts it because he feels it. He's seen it. You know, you get to be our it's age. It's the energy. Yeah, you get to be our age. You kind of like can pick up on things and you feel that energy. And because of that, how he says you move differently. I've always talked about energy. I believe in energy um, and not just cliche because it's popular now, but um, just in terms of how I was raised. You know, you see things and you're like, wait a minute, this isn't right. Whether you want to call it the Holy Spirit, whether you want to call it God, whether you want to call it, you know, life source, however, spirit. But um, when you see things that are dark and you see how people function and they're doing it for their best interest, you just walk away and pull away because that doesn't serve you, your family or the mission that you have, Stephen, for mm -hmm. your platform. Yeah. And uh, the first topic we're going to talk about is the situation what happened with Gil from MindBuzz and me. So... <clears throat> um, I know there's going to be a lot of podcast listeners and a lot of podcasters are going to hear this uh, episode. And uh, there is a situation uh, about uh, people want to know what happened. Um, 
the situation that happened at Beer Thug, you know, brewery over there in Bell, California. Um, there was a fake page, and uh, they were, it was called uh, ML Anti Social Experiment. And it was a fake experiment, excuse me. It was a fake page because this all started because um, there was a person who asked Gil questions like, hey, um, why don't you have Mega Man on your show? Mm hmm. And honestly, I did not want to do his show because I don't like for who he is. Um, I don't like his energy. He's, 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 he's trying to get his name out there. And I sent him a DM and let him know I don't want to do your podcast. And at the time, there was people that we know like that I don't, I don't you know, fuck with their, their podcasts at the time, but not now. Um, I moved on. And um, he forwarded um, that message to a lot of people. And this person made a, 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 a my voice, but kind of made it this, as a disguise and put it on, on YouTube and started mocking me and also made a fake page and wanted to bring a lot of people together, um, you know, because at the time, you know, there was there was a lot of things I was doing, like getting my, my name out there. And I think it was because of him. And I I'm, I'm just making my assumption that it was envy and jealousy. Well, that situation went above and beyond because Cindy and I, we caught him, Gil. Doing uh, a live. And you could say shit about me, but when you said stuff about my daughter who is a cancer survivor. Um, and you speak on children and you're doing stuff I took out of that spite and, and evilness. I'm sorry, but you just show your character. You show who you are. And you could deny it all you want, but I know what I saw and I see how you move. And it was pretty sad, and uh, we and I, Cindy and I, we had to go to Beer Doug Brewery, and uh, uh, this is where a lot of people said, hey, that guy Gil is going to be there, and I couldn't see his page. And, and we had been going there for like three, four months at that we point. We were supporting Eddie West, shout to Eddie West. West. And, and we're also supporting Beer Thug Life and all the comedians because we love comedy. Mm -hmm. And it was just something where we're going. Mm -hmm. And there was a, there was, um, a message I saw it's like hey you're gonna I know you're gonna be there I'm gonna be there I'm gonna confront you mm -hmm. and I know this guy was gonna double down so I was really for some kind of reason the the lines came together mm -hmm. and the it, stars were aligned oh lines stars and all but I confronted him and uh, we were there early mm -hmm. and we caught him out I wanted to confront him the stuff that you said I I didn't know you're talking about we Let's just say he denied it, it. He denied it at the same time. His comedy was it threw him off at yeah. the same time. Now that everyone was all coming and the word was spreading like what you did, there was people that came from American Cholo's podcast and the homie Royal and everyone came, pulled up deep. Commitment Soldier, a lot of people were there. And uh, from Food's Gone Wild, we're all there. And you doubled down. You were scared like, mm -hmm. man, this is the thing. Like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Mm -hmm. And I told him after the show, we're going to go outside. Yeah. Be ready. Be ready. And he didn't want that smoke. He was denying he said, it. I'm here just for comedy. I don't want to fight. I'm, I'm here just for comedy. And this is the thing. You're not looking for a fight, Stephen. You are looking to confront what he did and have him admit to what he did. And he didn't. And he didn't. He denied it and he doubled down. But yet he went on talking again podcast on a YouTube show. No, he did another show. Um, well, talking. Well, he. Well, this is the thing. 
Talking Again was a guest on a Mindbus podcast talking about the incident, and mm-hmm. you admitted it. It was for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was me. And you thought, oh, it's just a joke, but you but took it, it further. And you made a fake page because it was more like, oh, we don't like Mega Man because of blah, 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 and this situation and all. But when, when they reconfronted him, uh, pretty much in a way, he didn't do shit. He was pussed out. And I was mad dogging and said, like, watch after the show. And after he was done with his comedy, I can say, we're going. And we confronted uh, Mindbuzz and said, you got two options. Either you, either, either, either you, you take uh, it down. Either, no, either you admit what you did mm-hmm. or I'm going to fuck your ass up outside. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no, stop. I don't want to fight. No. And then he went and hid in the restroom for because like there was an, an incident. And half, yeah. He, and he knows he knows yeah. what happened. And uh, he he was pissed off and he went crying to the bathroom. He was there for maybe about 30 to 40 minutes mm-hmm. crying. And all of a sudden, we saw that he was bipolar. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of personalities. Oh, he switched up quick. When we saw him crying in the bathroom, when he came outside, he went like this, like that, and hey, you know, like whoa. Oh, and at the, at the same time, the owners mm-hmm. were saying they came outside and they're like, "Stephen, we got to close up. We have people and employees that we're trying to, you know, they need to clock out. They need to go." But because Mindbaz went running and hiding in the restroom. He had to keep them. So imagine he's having to pay them on their payroll. And plus they had to keep the lights on because this idiot was hiding in the restroom. And we were all there waiting for and him. And we were outside waiting just and, you know, to talk to him about what he had been doing. And, and also he, with Royal came. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Royal was. He, he was, was heated. heated. He was ready. It's like, hey, where's my, where's that guy okay, at? Okay. All I remember is Royal's Jeep rolling down the street. And all of a sudden I see someone else driving Royal's car. And it's packed. And I just see your homeboy jump out of the moving vehicle with his Dodger uh, poncho on. And I'm like, yo, like he's like, where's that boy? And I'm like, Stephen Royal just jumped out of a moving car. He was heated. He was heated. And all I got to say, my buzz, you lucky you hid. You lucky. You lucky you're you lucky hid. you hid. And uh, where we're going to fuck you up. And people are saying. Steven, don't even do yeah, it. He, I mean, he double, he, he's scared. He, he he's didn't want scared, the smoke. He didn't want the smoke. He's hiding like you won. Just walk away. And you know what? I'm glad things worked out the way they did because you didn't even touch him. You just let him be. And he was scared and he hid like a little bitch. But I wanted to fuck him up. I but this is did. the thing. He's going to double down. He made lied. A, made a stupid lie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what to do. And. I, and this is we heard the whole story about the situation with the episode with ramblings and mm-hmm. ranting romos and Chris mm-hmm. with kickback mm-hmm. and it was a good episode and for Gil to throw people under the bus mm-hmm. what does that say oh I mean he turned on his friends or his crew or his group however you want to call it and instead of him admitting what he did by creating this fake page with fake merch and images using your hand Making in your me, apartment put a your, parrot saying yeah. like oh this is how Mega Man talks yeah or doing little I mean, video what it skits. boils down to is megaman got a, an award for his podcast and that's something that he should be proud of i it's, worked it's, hard it, he worked hard for it. it should be something that you know it's his accolade and guess what when you're on a team there's only one mvp there's no participation participation trophy for you, Gil. So I'm sorry if you were the kid that was like the loser that got picked last. But you need to go to therapy and you need to get some work done in your head so you could screw your head off and screw it back on the right way, as my father would say. Because people like you 
are just haters and you have that in your heart, you really need to fix that because then you're like the bully that wants to go and get everybody around you to participate in your warped mind. And the sad thing is, is all your homies turned on you because they didn't want anything to do with it. And now you have podcasters that are talking about what you did because it's it's disgusting. And, you know, shout out to, you know, meet me at midnight because she could see through the bullshit that you did. And that's why she took time on her, you know, podcast with all of her great followers to speak on it because Steven's friends with her and shout out, shout out to Annette for doing that. And I appreciate you speaking, um, defending Steven because Steven's a good man. You know, he's a good person. He has good heart and he's always trying to push good content out there. But the thing is with that, he, he did a podcast and he was saying it was some heckler, but again, you, we weren't hecklers. We're not hecklers. We were there on a mission to put something in your head to get you to realize what you did was wrong you know, you and, and also Amber, you you you're a part of this as well. You pushed him. You led him to do all this stuff. You laughed about it. Let me tell you something, Amber. Uh, don't forget about those DMs years ago when you and I used to talk. You're gonna deny it, but the thing is, you seem like a boss bitch. And, and number one, you had no chance with Megman. Let me just tell you. You have I've no seen, chance. I, I've seen you. We, I don't fuck with Willows. I'm sorry. And two, and, and you know, not about your physical character, because I could give a rat's ass, but let me just tell you, you're not on his level, okay, no, at all. Never. And number two, stay the fuck out of his DMs. That was that years ago. And at the same time, now we we kind of we kind of know who wears the pants. Totally. Totally. I mean, I mean, he even admitted I'm a beta male uh, simp cuck. And so what's going on with that? Well, so. he clearly didn't even man up to you about Never. what he did. Never. He denied it. And even though we had proof, even though the friends that he did that with said he did it. So clearly, we saw the DMs. Clearly we saw you're everything. you're a liar. I mean, you're a liar. You don't even have a set of balls to admit what you did. And you copied certain people's ideas. Mind buzz. You're not a Joe Rogan. Okay, stop taking people's ideas. Stop copying Ranting with Romo. Stop copying his music and this, And now whatever. that he's on that um, group that he's in for his uh, podcasting. Was it my, was it my Gritos? No, it's um, Migrito. Yeah. So, attention Migrito, you have a piece of shit that's working for you or working with you in your group, okay? And it, all these podcast um, groups, as they call them, you know, I, I think it's sad because you're only good as the company that you keep. That's why I keep my circle small, because I'm going to be accountable to myself and I want to be accountable to my family because I represent myself in a positive light. Well, this guy doesn't. Oh, and what happened today? What did he do? He erased the page. Oh, totally. We went to the page to check on it and it's gone. So clearly he knows what he did was wrong, because if he if he was self-righteous and saying, oh, no, I didn't do it. But then yet he after everybody's doing these podcasts on him and what he did now, he's deleting and trying to like, you know, backpedal. He's like he's trying to cover his tracks. He's like Homer Simpson going back into the bushes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to see him. And this is where he's, it's more like, well, oh, he doesn't know where I'm at. You you dumb motherfucker. You, we know where you're at. You're in over there in Long Beach. We know. And there's going to come a time. Mind buzz and Willow. You know, who you are Amber. You said that shit. We're going to confront you. And, and, you, and you try to create these fake pages to troll my, you know, food blog or Steven's uh, oh, podcast. Yes, yes. And, and, and telling us what to do. Bitch, control your man and control yourself. And you know what? I'm sorry. Name the place. Let's put it up in a ring. Let's do it for, I don't know, um, 
we'll raise money for some charity or something, but you want to go toe-to-toe, bitch? I got you. And let's we, go. Let's do this. And this I'll is pull a, my hair up in a to- and ponytail. Is, and this Gladly. is the thing. You know, Cindy's not messing around. I'm not like, messing around. We, we don't do this for clouts and no. numbers or whatever. We, when If you're going to say some shit, you're going to say it up. shit. Back it up. And this is the thing also with podcast listeners and podcasters as well. You need to be careful because podcast is so changing rapidly. You need to watch what you say because mm-hmm. people are getting killed. Oh yeah, the situation and not, happened and with, not that I'm wishing that on anybody, but that situation that happened with that podcaster, Savage, no podcaster, YouTuber, Savage Studios. Yeah, I mean, what is wrong? Like, we're when we're pushing out content, or when Steven's pushing out content, it's to raise awareness, it's to bring light to our people, it's to educate people, it's to empower people, it's mm-hmm. for for good. And I'm sorry, all you are, Mind Buzz and Amber, and all of this crap that you guys did for the past two three years. If you only knew what Stephen was going through during that time. Speak that shit, Cindy. If you only knew. Speak it. Because Alex going through his catatonia in 2022 for two months being in ICU. And then when I came into Stephen's life, I was in the hospital with him for seven days, not knowing whether he was going to come back to us or not. So having you go after him when he's going through probably the most most hardest year of his life with his children and then to have mind buzz deny and say i didn't go on a live and talk shit no you, you did talk shit about my daughter my, my daughter almost died yeah, you did and and not that he's trying to get a sympathy vote because i don't need that you shit. know what he's not making money off this podcast like he's just doing this because this is hobby it's what he loves it's i what love he does. doing this and yes eventually he is looking to make it that but what bothers me is that you would sit there and deny it after you've been caught, you know, and, and like I said, you know, you, you did this knowing that you were also trying to get other podcasters to jump in on your, on your bad wagon. And then when they basically turn their back on you, you know, now you're trying to hide your tracks. Just remember a zebra never changes stripes. Correct. That's just, that's just how it is. And you know, it's, it, it is what it is. But again, with the, with, with mind buzz, you just fucked yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's gonna know who you are, yeah. even though you can deny it. And we, even the videos you haven't took those down as well. But you're you're fucked. I, I don't care. I'm gonna see you. But you just fucked yourself. But for you, mind buzz, to throw your friends under the bus because oh they were a part of it. I didn't have nothing to do with it. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, that are. was a piece of shit right there. And hearing that episode with Ranting Ramos and and Chris, and there's and, and also with uh, uh, Ramblings, I, there's a lot of things I didn't know. I mean, was I shocked? Kind of, but not really. But, I mean, it was it was something needs to be told. But, again, you have to be careful with your circle. And, Chris, as far as what you said on that podcast that I heard, it really changed my perspective. You're a piece you. of shit, Chris. You're a piece of shit. And you know what? You could go fuck your blessings to Mega Man. Fuck because you. for you to say something like that, you're lower than low. I don't fuck and, with and, this and, is the thing. And, I don't fuck with you, Chris. I know you're gonna hear this. I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with kickback podcasts. I have no issues with ramblings. Keep on doing what you're doing. I have no issues with rantings and all or anyone. But that I regret meeting that person. Yeah. You know, if I I'm sorry to say this. Um you said some shit, you very disrespected me and and he said hey don't don't get butt hurt go fuck yourself yeah you haven't done a podcast since last year of october okay uh go clean your fucking room uh you pigsty motherfucker and you talk a lot of shit and even with the craft beer community with your brother and other certain things you you just 
for what? We yeah. just you want to talk shit and, for, and, for, and hold and, up for a person that say, well, we need to talk about this. It, it's part of the pod for the podcast community. You, what do you mean for what? So it could be more stuff to talk about because you ran out of stuff to talk about and you're regurgitating be like well Mega Man does bring big, big numbers yeah so you admit that he brings big numbers you admit he has a great podcast but yet because you haven't done anything since you know a month ago two months or ago whatever whenever so you want to just have him in your mouth why don't do something positive with your life you know do something with the kids like you shared with baseball do something positive but don't do what you're doing like it just it belittles you and I know you're smarter than that. I know that you, you do teaching. Do something like that. But for you to say that and give a backhanded comment like that to Steven, that's not right. He's a piece of shit. I don't fuck with him. I don't, I, if I saw him in the desert and he says, oh, Steven, I need water, I would leave you there to fucking die. Yeah. I don't leave the door open for that piece of shit. That, and for him, the reason why I don't like him, there is a lot of things that he did wrong. When he created that page and tried to bring all these podcasters on a group chat, that fell through. Mm -hmm. When he was trying to bring a lot of podcasters for what? To steal their ideas, to, to see what works or who isn't, who's cool, who's not. And for um, that episode with Ranting Romo's me and Social Primate and him, it was cool. But for him to disrespect me, that there were certain events. One That was one of the events where I flipped the switch and I was like, fuck you, watch this. Because if you're talking shit and, and you're doing your podcast on the garage and with me, I'm getting out there, networking, meeting celebrities, building relationships, being there for community. I was trying to be like, well, I'm not going to be a podcast. I want to be the whole renaissance. Mm -hmm. That's what I was doing. And then people to say, oh, Mega Man's arrogant. Mega Man's cocky. He posts this. Yeah. Because I'm, you bust your ass. I bust my ass. Because you're working hard. It and you're backing it up. I'm backing and you're getting it up. awards Remember to do I always it. tell you? Don't talk about it. Be, be about, about it. it. Absolutely. And I know, I know, I look at my stories. And he's very slick. Like, oh, I'm not going to look at it. he'll troll your stories. No, he won't. He looks at my posts. He, people are not stupid. If I, oh, if I look at his stories, he's going to see it. Yeah. And then, but there's all the things. Well, but, they create fake pages all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I saw Chris talking shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about his page. I don't yeah. give a fuck about him. Yeah. You know, I was showing him love in the beginning, but this is the thing. You're always going to show a lot of love, people loved. And remember that, that fake page. Mm -hmm. What did we see from the people who were following? Oh, oh yeah. I helped out this person. Yeah. I helped out and, this person. And that was the thing is when I looked at it because I had went on the page and saw it. And then when I was screenshotting all the people that liked it, that's what I was so disappointed about. And I had because, them on my show. Yeah, because you had been helping them. And you had all, you. The, all the guests that you had on your show. And I helped them bring other they guests. They would go to their platforms to be on their show. And that's where I was like, wait a minute, Stephen, didn't you help them? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, so why are they talking shit when you gave them guests? And this all happened because of me seeing the bigger picture of who's real, who's not, mm -hmm. who's a real, I mean, who's who's a weasel, mm -hmm. who's fake and all. It all happened because yeah. the part, when I parted ways with all these other podcasters, it all happened because of Buddha Kodura's podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to fuck with fake people. I want real genuine people. And people were like, well, Steven's this, Steven's that. You know why? I was trying to help out because I didn't want to make you guys look stupid like or like a laughing stock. Hey, do it this way. Do it that way. This is what you do if you're going to get your podcast out there and you're meeting celebrities. You got to learn how to conduct yourself. No one taught me all that shit. Yeah. But, from, but, you know, to see that page and see the people who really like that, all that, 
which bothered me because I saw rambling alcoholics on there. There was two youths on there. There was um, this, this podcast called Sensibi- Sensibility Cynical Podcast. Yeah, I hope you know, I, I, I hope that guy. Brujos podcast. Um, that's you know, that's was, King Mexico. I know, and and that's what bothered me is there's there's um, Groove Shack Radio. There's people that we actually that you had been on their Groove Shack didn't know he was cool, but yeah. for him to be on like that's a little suspect. Flashback with the homies. I hope that guy. Bombastic podcast, um, Blink of Knowledge, Kickback podcast, and you know this is what bothered me because I was like, wait a minute, Stephen, I remember you helping them. These were all haters, and and so you guys are liking this knowing that he created this so what does that say about you i won because yeah. the thing is because you're on his nuts thank you so we, we won yeah so at that point you know it just shows us who your character is and now it shows the rest of the world your character because you're the one that pushed that you're the one that liked that so that's on you and, and that's your conscience and lastly because i want to get to the next one look yourself look at yourself in the mirror look at the people who you have supporting if MindBus can do that to any of us, what about the people who might do that to you? Totally. Because if he has that in his nature to do that to Steven, he can blackmail he all can his do friends. That to all of his friends, guys. I mean, that's the sad thing is that you think it's just, oh, let's pick on Steven. No, he can do this to every single one of you. And you think he's your friend. And the thing that a lot of people don't know is that we have to move different. Mm-hmm. These are lessons. And when, when these lessons, we learn from it and we make better choices and we know what to expect. And, and this is the thing. Watch out for that person. Mm-hmm. Watch out for her. Mm-hmm. Don't go watch out for this platform. Watch. Oh, we've talked about that before. Every where day. People will DM me to get at Steven. Mm-hmm. They'll ask me because they think, oh, she's gonna, she's gullible. She's just going to answer. No. Like, you want to know from him? DM him. Ask him. Yeah. So... It is what it is. Um, I have no ill will. Uh, again, Chris, fuck you. Um, I'm just being honest. You know, uh, Mind Buzz, you're probably going to see your maker in hell and you too, Willow. Uh, I have no issues. Ranch and Rumbles, keep on doing what you're doing. I think it was really fucked up for um, Inside the Nutsacks. And also, Mind Buzz is still his ideas. You know, even with some of the, the episodes that he did called Songs That Will Save Your Life. Love it. Ramblings, keep on doing what you're doing because I... There, there is a there. I think I talked about this with Jose earlier, and said, "Hey, tell Ramblings I'll do his episode." But this is, I only I only want to do it this way. If Ramblings really wants me on because he said when hell freezes over, well, we're here right now. Yeah, I would only do an episode if it's me and Ramblings with um with Hymeth and me one on one. Yeah, not his boys. Or it would be Hymeth, me, and Jose. All the three of us. Yeah. That's it. I don't want Chris. I don't take him seriously. He's stuck in the mud like Conor McGregor. I don't give a fuck about him. But I would do his episode because we talked about this. Uh, was it uh, last week? Mm-hmm. You have to be very selective. Absolutely. And we got to be very selective. And uh, moving forward with that, um, again, shout outs to all, you know, ramblings, rantings. Um, and that's it. I want to get to this other issue. Um with uh, Norbit from Rodium Radio. Okay. Um, Norbit, you got to just stop running your mouth. We already know that you are doing it th- this for clout. I mean, I know you're on fucking Tony A's nutsacks with uh, Rodium Radios and all. And I know you're trying to make this podcast, you know, all oh, these are the haters and all. Why are you making up lies of the situation that happened in UrbanCon? We, we caught you, you know, talking shit, running your mouth. 
and you trying to be like a two-faced and when you saw me and cindy and urban con we were enjoying the concert his friend was on OG Rome. stage i mean oj rome was performing mm -hmm. so as we're there listening to the music you walk over and say you know you want to try to engage with steven and steven wasn't having i it. wasn't having he just it missed you like get away get the fuck away from me and like you're interrupting the show like as if we're going to stop watching the concert just to talk to you like no he's not going to do that yeah we we don't we we, we don't fuck with you because y you put me in a box where you send the live out um, and i hate to bring this person up marvelous inc uh there were some issues what was going on with uh, american cholo and there was some fake paperwork and i was more like what the fuck are you doing you're you're, you're trying to start shit and try to put it on me like, well, Mega Man knows about it or this knows about it. You think and, that he's stupid and he's going to fall for that? Like, how dumb? And this is the thing about this person in orbit. This person only had about 50 followers or 70. And he says, hey, Mega Man, I didn't know at the time. I I'm a biggest fan. I, I fuck with you. I'm going to be part of Rodeo Radio and all that stuff. He's team Kumbaya. But we didn't know the issues, what happened with the fallout with him and Sammy J. Fox. And for him to be on Rodeo Radio's team and all, um, I'm, I'm telling you, Tony, I'm sorry about this. But like I said, best of luck to you. But, man, you are an evil motherfucker. A evil never motherfucker. never stripes, guys. Just remember that. And at the same time, Hip Hop Jedi, you were talking shit, you know, as well. Not knowing at the time when me and Tony A were cool, when John Elkins left and took everything, Tony A um, called me because remember Hip Hop Jedi, you were doing a podcast at the time with another co-host called Something Dope Podcast. And you guys were super cool. And I have the pictures approved and all that stuff. And you seem like a cool guy. But again, we don't know. We have to now. We're, we're not like that no more. We have to know people's backgrounds. We and get to know people before we even like sit down and you do a podcast with them. Mm -hmm. Because hello, look like he referenced that person that's getting hurt. I mean, there's crazy people out there, folks. Hello. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing with Tony A., he called me and said, Steven, I'm looking for a producer. Do you know anyone? I said, hey, I know this person. He's a huge fan of yours, which is Hip Hop Jedi. But at the time, he was an engineer doing the camera and all that for Something Dope Podcast. Mm -hmm. I say, hey, Tony A, reach out to this person yeah. and made it happen. So right. Hip Hop Jedi, I, I was the one. I was the one who gave you that shine, that flowers. And for you and... Um, and uh, and uh, what you might call uh, Tony A to connect. And also everyone, I was the one who introduced Marvelous Thing to Tony A the Wizard because Tony A the Wizard couldn't do it himself. So he had to get a middle person, which is me. Hey, Steven, hey, you think in a way you know Marvelous Thing, he came on your show? He said, yeah. You think in a way he can come on my show? And this is real talk right here. Um, I called Marvelous Thing. Hey, what's up, Mega Man? Hey, what you doing, man? Because you always show love. He said, hey, man. The homie at the time, Rodeo Radio, Tony A, he's like, he wants to be, he wants you to be a guest on his show. All right, all right, let me think about it. I'm right here. I'm all shopping for my kids. Let me think about it. Then he said, real talk, and if you, marvelous, you deny it, you deny it. But I know I don't forget things, and I don't put words in people's mouths. I don't forget because I told you, Cindy, I memorize. I know these things. He calls me back. Say, you know, Mega Man, I'm gonna do it for you. You always been cool. You always been 100. Then I have the pictures as well. We were there. Mm -hmm. We're introduced. I have everything. Mm -hmm. And say, hey, Marvelous, this is the homie uh, Tony A. Blah, blah, blah. They, mm -hmm. they connected. And they did another episode. And look, at he does episodes and his episodes. Yeah. So I was always you know, showing people love, but introducing them to network and all. Yeah, of course. And this is what happens when people talk shit about me. 
fuck you, Norbit. And now you run your mouth because I saw for who you are. And also the situation with the fallout with Tony A, the wizard, all because of that situation with that, that Miss Pac-Man. It, it, it was like, what the fuck? And I got fired from my job. Yeah. And when and, I had and Norbit, and and this happened here that. at East of the River Studios. Yeah. This happened over here. When I had Norbit on and Marvelous was sitting right over there, right over there. Mm -hmm. And the next day went to work. Oh, Steven, we were trying to get a hold of you for three weeks. There was an incident, which that crazy ass broad. She lied and said that she went into the store at Sprouts and that you had harassed her, which is a lie because was he worked graveyard. So how the fuck could this crazy bitch go over there and say that she went into Sprouts when Steven worked graveyard? So you know that she lied. And and I was there because when they called you to witness and I had to raise my hand because they did it through Zoom. So you know what sucks is I don't even know who this lady is. I, I don't know her and I don't want to know and her. This is what but it, she caused havoc. And what bothers me, mm -hmm. she caused havoc during a time when you were dealing with Alex, your youngest son, Catatonia, yes. and you were in the hospital. And I was in the hospital for seven days during that time. I didn't so, get no I didn't get no phone call from Tony, no. like, hey, whatever and, and all that. Nothing. nothing and see that's the thing that hurts Piece the most shit. for me Piece is that shit. when i at the time was seeing my friend steven go through all of this shit with his kids and then lose his job and then having problems with you know these other fellow podcasters which i don't know them but i you know, was hearing the stories of what was happening from steven you know it really upset me because i'm like you have a man who's a single father who's busting his ass for his two boys who are autistic and doing the podcast full and time. And doing the podcast full time. And the one thing that he is so proud of is his award. And you guys can't even give him that shine. You can't even just back off and let him enjoy and I'm, that. And I was trying and to show love to everyone, trying to make connections. Which is you... what he's done this past year to small businesses, to food restaurants, networking, to networking with everything. Pop -up, to, I mean, you name it. Everyone has egos. Everyone so, has egos. You know, what's sad is, is that at the end of the day, you guys are going to be held to a higher power. And if you're Christian, you know, everything you do that's negative, it's written in a book. Yeah. And God's going to call upon you and, one and, day and ask, why did and, you do this? And because of that, everyone was talking to shit, running their mouth and all. And it's say, like, hey, like you said, Zeba never changes the stripes. No. So once I was done parting ways, you know, they could still run their mouth, which is regurgitation. Now we have another person who wants the business, wants the clout, wants the drama, wants the smoke. I did an episode with America Chola. We'll get to that. Mm -hmm. West Coast kept on running your mouth. West Coast. The reason why the, the whole beef is, it is not because of the DMs or, or he left or the YouTube comments. It's West Coast of what you said after this show that you put people in harm's way. Because and you, you were drunk when you said that to you, Steven. You drunk and your wife was there. Your kids were there, and you were teasing. I want you to take this show down. Oh, by the way, Stephen, I want to let you know, um, I, I don't know if you know this, but I have a green light from a certain mafia. Why would you put that in, on Stephen? Why would you put his boys and now me in harm's way? Why, why would you do that? Well, what happens if I was doing his show, and which I, which I did, yeah. all of a sudden, here comes people already blasting up the place. No I don't even way. know anything. No way. I like, almost, I, almost like in a way, damn, I almost got killed. Well, yeah, I mean, and uh, hello, like, and you can, and he DMs me, oh hey, I'll go to work at five o'clock. Hey, don't worry about that. I was just talking my shit. No, 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 no. You, you, you're not gonna backpedal. You said what you said. 
you, uh, our life was on the line. Yeah. This is one of the reasons why I stopped doing guest appearances because I'm not going to be a guest and, and other people have problems. I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, because your their problems don't need to be necessarily need to be our problems. And if you're having problems that are going to put other people's lives at jeopardy, like maybe you should say that before you invite them over to your home. Maybe you should disclaim that before so, because then let the person decide, okay, whether I want to fuck oh, with you or not. Oh, and also on that episode, uh, Barrick and Cholo called in, mm -hmm. and we were doing the podcast and he said, what about that situation? And Gil's like, oh, don't even worry about it. You saw that episode. Mm -hmm. well, a lot of people did. Yeah. But for I don't know, because at the time, West Coast Graffiti was talking about prison politics. Yeah. The situation, what happened with Savage Studios? Yeah. Little conspiracy. We don't yeah. know. But yeah. the thing is, there's things that shouldn't be talking about. But if you guys are praising about the prison politics, you got to be careful because yeah. things shouldn't be talked about, but people embrace it for what? Yeah. I don't want to talk about stuff. No, it's that's not, not something, my, it's not that's not my business. Glorified. It's not something that, you know, you get a merit badge. Yes. You no. know, you're, you're happy to be there. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I have an uncle who was in Folsom and that's not something that I'm proud about. I mean, I have family I, who did prison, yeah. but I don't talk, about but it. I don't talk about it. We don't talk quiet. about that. Like stuff. In, in our family, we were told not to talk about it. No. So it's like, I'm sorry if that's something that you think is like a merit badge. It's not. I mean, I don't want to go there. I don't want any of my family members to go there. And that and that and that's why, in a way, you know, a lot of people like you got to be careful who you fuck with, who you yeah. support. And no disrespect to that. I mean, like I love my uncle. No, get no. Don't get me wrong, but it, you know, God rest his soul. But you know, people have things, and they don't realize that those things can impact your life. And I'm not looking for that. To it was a ripple effect. We, yeah. How we talked about yeah. if you say, I want the smoke, I want the drama. You're bringing that to you. And you got to remember, you could bring that to other people that don't want that. We don't want that. So, And that's one of the reasons I see that he's doing his channel. He's doing a reaction. Cool. Awesome. But the thing is, don't go around the question and don't be making lies if you're not going to see the whole truth. And also with the DMs, the reason why I don't fuck with you because a lot of your hardcore listeners, your West Coast maniacs, whatever, again, disrespecting my family, disrespecting my my daughter. You have my number. You can meet up in Long Beach and we can talk. Like, look, this is getting out of hand. What the fuck? I don't do DMs. I do not do phone calls. You meet me face to fucking face. I don't do this, sh this keyboard shit. Yeah. Be a man. Don't be a YouTube pussy. Be a fucking man. That's it. And that day that we were over at the church where everybody was there, Commitment Soldier, his wife, and all of your friends. Hip-Hop Jedi, yeah. we saw him. But we were there, and I went to go buy some earrings, and I was shopping at one of oh, the Oh, yes, in Wilmington. Yeah, yeah. And we were in Wilmington, and it was the middle of the afternoon. It was the summer, and then I, I told Stephen, can I have $10? Hold up. Before you get to that, mm -hmm. the reason why we're talking about this, we did an episode, and you said, I'm going to record this and make sure he doesn't talk about this again. Again. We moved on. You keep on running your mouth. Mm -hmm. Do unto others as people do unto you. I moved on. Yeah. And you keep on you mentioning keep, my name with fucking lies yeah. that you did at Street Post exclusive. Yeah. Bobby, you started this whole shit. Everything. This is all you. I told you. Before you get to that incident, mm -hmm. Bobby from Street Post Podcast, you called me. Mm -hmm. I took my kids out to Harkins. Mega Man, what are you doing? He said, I need to talk to you. He said, what? I just interviewed uh, uh, Sandy Pants. I said, if I were you, Bobby, 
Do not put that episode out. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it's going to be a ripple effect. It's going to be some drama, bro. People are going to get fired from their jobs. There's going to be some incidents. Just don't Let do it. it. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. You don't think. You want the numbers and you don't know. You don't care about the consequences. And I went up to Bobby. I called I called him in the DM. You got me fired, you fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I told you. Do not bring this bitch on. Because this bitch was going to pull, pull a number and all because of all this drama happened with, with Rorty and Radio. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, Tony. Move on, motherfucker. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. You keep on dwelling on the fucking past and getting people in trouble. Yeah. That's why you're losing numbers. You're losing numbers because you're regurgitating and you keep on talking about the same shit. Again, he does a platform. The next episode he does does a bible study oh i'm humble i'm this and you go back to being a piece of shit that's why that that pastor who was on sir dino he said i feel kind of awkward being here we know there's dark entities we know we've it was them. evil we've seen it on, we've in the seen video them. it's evil he says I, it kind of feels weird you're being a podcaster and you're talking about bible and all that and you're gonna go back to being hard that's hypocrite totally. that's hypocrite But the whole situation with West Coast at Wilmington at the South Bay pop-up? Yeah. Explain. Well, what happened was is I told Stephen, hey, can I have $10? I saw a pair of hoops I want, and I ran over to go buy some. And as I come back, I see that there's a concert. And I see Stephen standing in the middle of the quad, and he's by himself. And then I see this other guy who's wearing this black shirt with a tie. White shirt. Well, white shirt with a black tie, excuse me. Something like that. And he has a long ponytail. And he's carrying all of this like and he was with another person equipment with this other person and i i could just feel his energy i don't know who he is two days before he was talking about me with the situation what happened with sunny yeah. carry on and so i see him walking with his stuff and all his equipment and i can just tell based on his body language and the way he was looking that it was like he wanted to talk to steven but he didn't he went and he, and he kept like looking and then like making faces like gaka face and i'm like okay you're a grown-ass man and you see that Steven's standing there in the middle of the park. And I was mad dogging by him. By yourself. By himself. How, how, and, how feet away? And, and probably less than two and a half, three feet away. Mm-hmm. And Steven's standing there with his feet planted on the ground and his arms crossed. And I was just and staring at him. he was just mad dogging him. And the guy didn't go up to him at all. But then it was around 2.30 because I had to leave to be at work at 3.30. And I come back. And I told Steven, I got to go. So then he's driving me to work. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to drop you off and I'm going to come right back. So then he drives me to work, and then when he comes back, you got you were you said that everything was leaving. Everybody was, was leaving. Co- was leaving, but before they left, they came up to you and said, "Oh, this guy was running his mouth about so, you." So, commitment soldier from Foods Gone Wild and Flyboy at the time. Not this is way before he did Food News Network. Yeah, but he was there. Like, hey, what's up? He came with his motorcycle. Commitment soldier said, and "This is." witness mm-hmm. he's like hey what happened with you and west coast like why that motherfucker was running, running his, his mouth. mouth to everyone and that's the and thing. i was like gee that's kind of sad you run your fucking mouth and i'm right a couple feet or yeah, next to you you can say your speak, shit yeah you couldn't you could have said your fucking shit you could have said it right then and there but you didn't and you just want to carry it on and carry it on and carry it on why because for clout what, what i'm for numbers at, exactly what i'm jealousy is that you want to sit there and you want this shit to keep growing because you want something to talk about because you want this for your platform. You want this for your followers. You want this for your views. Why? Because you're jealous. Your show's a joke. Oh, and, and also Childish, he, he spray painted my autograph, spray painted. Yeah, who the fuck cares? Who gives a you fuck, this, man? Like, the episode of you talking about, oh, I sprayed his name down. I took a sticker down. Dude, who it was the best. Cares? Okay, hold up. It was the best episode. 
I had like seven or eight sponsors. I gave this motherfucker a keg. I gave him beers. I, I Which he always does. Whenever he has everything. Guests, he I give him gives, a souvenir. I mean, everything. Mirage can be a witness to this. I'll give him edibles too. We had Miss Miss West Coast here or whenever oh, you we brought. Oh, we fuck. Yeah, yeah, when we brought, when you bring guests on, he always gives like some type of goodie or, or gift to them. And that's just how you are because you're very hospitable. But it's like he did this in kind. And then you turn around and you talk shit about him. It's like, you're a grown-ass man. You saw him there. Why didn't you just talk to him then? So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like Steven's not looking for all this shit. He doesn't want this drama. He I want to see people win, but yeah. everyone has egos. So if you There's... could just squash it, the next time you see him, come up to him. No, oh, he won't. No, he no, he said, uh, I, I don't care. Okay, then you know what? That then means stop talking that, on it then. Then stop. You don't, stop if you don't then care, stop, then, stop, then stop talking on then it. Then you're making a video. Hey, you can't be saying stuff on American Cello, which we're going to get to this next. Mm-hmm. You can't be saying stuff about it. You know, there's rules to YouTube. Shut the fuck up, okay? No one tells me you ain't fucking Gestapo. Shut the fuck up, West Coast. You know, I said I said what I said. I'm gonna tell you, American Cholo, hundred hundred block, hundred block podcast. I love you guys. I respect, but you guys were not fucking ready. You guys were not ready, okay? You came with guns blazing. Uh, you guys you, were not you were ready. Like, okay, you were like on fire I, that episode was just amazing the thing is that i don't like is people who do not do their homework i love them they're cool but it showed weakness like oh you're not you're, you're still asleep you're not woken up ignorance yeah oh my gosh and it's really sad i didn't get promoted because a lot of people dm me you know what's really sad Mega Man? of what they didn't fuck with you. They yeah. didn't promote you like the other do. Yeah. So it's almost like, hey, I have a guest. So just, I guess there's a slot open. Just whatever. Because you weren't talking about violence, and you weren't talking about some, you know, who's fucking who and who's doing who. It wasn't. It wasn't drama. It was something that it was different, and they, yeah. weren't, ready. they weren't ready. But at the same time, again, do unto others as people do unto to you. I moved on. I said what I said, but right after that, you guys started running your mouth. But. I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and that's it. So you can say what you want forever because it shows me, oh, you ran out of stuff to talk about. Oh, you're regurgitating. Oh, you're not on my level, motherfuckers. No, you're not, not on my level. No, you can have the no. biggest fucking platform. You can have a million views, and that, that don't mean fucking shit. That do not mean fucking shit. Stay original. Let's see you do that. Talk to me when you're at a fucking 1,000 episodes, fuck nuts. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. I'm just, I'm just being honest, fuck nuts. nuts. But, yeah, so with, with all that shit, what we talked about, this is where our next topic is going to be. We're slowly fading from the negativity because when you slow from the negativity, you're going to see the light. Exactly. And you start moving different. We What's start, done in the dark always comes to light, guys. So just remember And that. that's why we just move differently yeah. part ways. But hey, we had to say what we had to say. To, to clear get, the air. And this is the topic. Clearing the air. Exactly. So it's my say, her say, and their say. But I can be at peace because I don't need to dwell on it because people always like, hey, what happened? What happened with this? My mind is different because I had to clear from the past to be in the present in the future. And let's talk about this person named Billy Carson. Exactly. So mm. I love Billy Carson. And if you guys have not checked him out, you need to go to his Instagram. It is at for the number four bidden knowledge and who he is he's a ceo and he's the founder of forbidden knowledge he has the best-selling author of uh copendium and the 
elements, the em I'm sorry, the Emerald Tablet, woke doesn't mean broke. He speaks on the secrets of the space program. He talks about ancient civilizations. The Anunnaki's. Yeah, the Anunnaki's. He has a certificate of science that he earned um, in the emphasis on neuroscience from MIT. Um, he studied ancient civilization from Harvard University. And most notably, he is the CEO of the first class of space agency based in Fort, Lando, um, Fort Lauderdale, excuse me, Florida. Um, what I love that he just recently did that Stephen and I just watched was he was on the Sean Ryan show mm -hmm. talking about forbidden knowledge. Um, and it's uh, the episode 93 where he's discussing about human beings and the Book of Enoch, the Book the, of Enoch, the and, Antarctica, the and Rothschilds, like Child. how the universe and how he was trying to find a vision where we how do we bring heaven to earth? Yes. And, and what, what it boils down to, what I love about this episode, and I strongly encourage everyone to watch it because I'm telling you, it will blow your mind. I started crying. Like, yes, it was so emotional. In the end, he started crying. And yeah, I was like, he cried on it the makes show, sense. It makes but sense. But it makes sense. It puts all the puzzle pieces together. So if, if you are a fan of Steven's show and conspiracies. platform and conspiracies, if you've ever gone down a rabbit hole once, twice, however many, however many times, you got to check out... Um, Forbidden Knowledge with Billy Carson. And Stephen just recently posted on his platform uh, a little clip of it. But what he talks about is basically how do we make heaven on earth? And and what is it that we can do to turn our world around in this current economic situation? Correct. Um, and what, what we can do for mankind to help us go back to the golden age and to bring out technology that's going to help the human race and how we can sustain our planet um, and make it more green so that everybody can prosper. And um, basically, once we have this mindset of how we all can create heaven on earth, what what is it? What is it that we all have to do as individuals? Well, he broke it down. It's just basically being a good person. It all starts with you and do good things and leave this earth better than when you found it. Oof. And it sounds really simple. And we're, you know, we're, we are explaining this very quickly, but if you watch this episode, episode 93 on Billy Carson's platform, you know, it it really was so amazing. And I promise you, we weren't high when we watched it, yeah. but it just was, it really moved you because it, it really starts with you. You know, you got to remember that there's a yin and yang to everything. There's a good and bad to everything. Everyone in them innately hates. We all have those times where, you know, we're on a streak, we're on a good streak, we're doing good in life, everything's going great. It's what you bring to You bring positive, you positive, but this is the thing as well. You cannot be, and what can I do to heal this earth, make better decisions, show compassion, show love, what are you doing? Because when you leave here, I did my, I did my part. What's your footprint that you're leaving? You, you know, and, and that's the thing is that, we all have pain from childhood. Oh, yeah. We all have traumas from oh, past yeah. relationships. Yeah. We all have things that we've done that maybe we've made mistakes on. But what are you doing to heal yourself? Because once you kind of figure out what it is that you want to do and what your purpose is, you got to visualize it. You got to manifest it. And you got to feel that emotion of what you want to bring it into fruition. And, you know, I, I talk about that on my platform. I know I'm a food blogger, but I, I often talk about angel numbers and manifesting and bringing things into your life that you want and really if you start to picture it in your mind it's kind of like a radio wave 
that when you listen to like Kiss FM or K-Rock or Power 106 or 92 The Beat, it's the same thing. But it's like saying to yourself, this is what I want in my life. And then, you know, whether your mind goes to a dark place, you got to snap out of it quick. Because if you start thinking on something bad, guess what? Bad's going to happen. But if you start thinking about good and positive, good's going to happen. And a lot of it, there's a term called shadow work. You know, there's cellular trauma that's in you that you've gone through from past relationships or from, you know, maybe your parents or the lack of a parent or things that have happened, whether you were bullied at school or, or whatever your gripe is that you have within you. But there's cellular trauma that you have in your body that you can clear out that you have to start working on and you have to be very careful about what you think. Yeah, because oh, yeah. your mind mm-hmm. is a powerful thing. Oh, yeah. And what you put into motion will be there. It's a ripple effect that will be in your life. Oh, and you know what? And about this ripple effect, when you have people who support you, me, Mirage, or anyone else, what we do in our in our Instagram, what we do in life, people copy. And if it's positive, yeah, you're going to spread that positivity. But if you're going to bring negativity, you're, you're going to sp- spread that too. And you got to remember because it will come back to you. Yes. So you have to be careful, i.e. mind buzz, you know, and then on a good note, such as ranting Ramos, him and his wife at the beginning of the pandemic, they started passing out pepper sprays. Yeah. And they were going in the city of Long Beach to people that were getting hurt. You know why? I remember shouts to ranting Ramos. He did that because the hood Santa. Yeah, because of the Hood Santa, the local Hearts Foundation. So because of street vendors, yeah, because because of Alex, because of the street vendors, because of the Hood Santa, because of Ranting Romos, then that affected me. Because then I started hanging out with Chris Drisco. Shout out to my friend. That's the homie. And then I was hanging out with you know a couple of other friends and food bloggers. That guess what? We redid a blanket drive. So do you see how that ripple effect? It it's like putting a pebble in a lake. And then it creates that ripple. You could create that ripple of positive or negative energy. So it's like the saying goes, so as above is below. It's like a yin and a yang. It's like the dark versus the evil. You have that in you innately. And if you want to create positive in this world, you got to be that positive that you want to see that light. And I want to give a shout out to Ranting Ramos because that positive light is what allowed me to be so proud of you and your wife. I remember DMing him and saying, you know, hey, I saw what you're doing and I just want you to know how much I appreciate what you're doing. And I said, you know, who who funded you to do that? And he's like, me and my wife, we, we put our $100 and we went and bought these pepper sprays and we went to these people and did it. Beautiful. You know, and it was beautiful. such a beautiful thing because it inspired beautiful. me to go do what I wanted to do with the team of people that I was working with at the time. And so let that be a lesson to you, Mind Buzz. You know, you want to change, start with you. Let that be a lesson to you, Ember. You want to be changed, start with you. Because you have to be careful what you say. You have to be careful what you think. You have to be careful what you do to people because it has effect. And like I said, God is noticing what you're doing. If you have any type of conscience. It doesn't matter if they're atheists or not. Yeah. We're going to see. Yeah. And so align yourself with conscience and, and be um, positive because you got to kill that ego and swallow uh, your pride. That, I think and that's move I, I think that's the most biggest thing, Cindy. It's 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 the pride, it's the ego, and this is where I will say this. It gets it gets a little emotional because 
in the COVID times, Cindy, you know, a lot of people didn't make it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got worse, but this was the only opportunity, and I, re- and I regurgitate because I hate being like this. This was the only opportunity in human life. To reset. Reset. I did that. To, to reset and I reevaluate. Took avan- and- I took advantage of it. I, I, I broke the cycles. I broke the curses. I surpassed my dad. You know, I'm learning about myself. I, I'm not that person. Like, when people say, oh, what's up, Mega Man? Like, it got to the point now. I always tell people, don't, don't, don't call me that no more. Yeah. Because I, I'm not that. Because to me, a lot of people know me as Mega Man's podcast because of my cousin Stephen Gomez. But now I don't care about that name. It's just a nickname. But yeah. I want everyone to address me as Stephen Martinez because mm-hmm. I just grew up from all that. So that's one of the things I had to. That as you mature and as you grow and you reevaluate yourself, you know, statistically, every six years, you kind of reinvent yourself. And it's for the better. It's for you. You're growing. I'm not. And 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 also, it, I had a hard time. And you, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. You know, dwelling from the past. Mm-hmm. I everyone has. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. But when you move on, I look back and you're like, man, I've I, come a long way. But I see those as lessons now. Absolutely. Big time. Absolutely. And I and I do things different. Mm-hmm. I talk different. Mm-hmm. You know, I I study people. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when people say, oh, you know, Mega Man, how how did this all happen? There was maybe four events, five events where I changed everything. Mm-hmm. The situation that happened at Chris, the kickback with mm-hmm. Ranty Ramos and Social Primate, mm-hmm. that was one. Okay, the situation that happened with Tony A, mm-hmm. that's two. Mm-hmm. The situation that happened with my son with Canatonia, mm-hmm. that's, that's three. three. The situation that happened with my daughter Luna having cancer and I wasn't there because of, of pr- personal things, that's four. But the last one were... The situation happened with Cynthia where she said to me, you're not going to do this. You're not going to make it. You're not going to do this. Those five events made me for who I am. And that's when the switch came on. And I was like, Andrew Tate, fuck you. Watch this. Exactly. And since then, it's been amazing because I'm glad that that light switch went on on him because I was going to kill myself. Well, I'm not glad for that, Stephen. But Jesus. but no, but 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 to me, <laughs> that went dark real quick. But that but that that was a time where it's like it was so hard, yeah. and I was like, wait, if I do this, I'm leaving my kids behind. Yeah. What is another solution? Look at motivation. Learn from others. How to motivate you? How to not dwell in the past and be in the present and the future? And this is the thing where I'm at now, where it's like, hey, I'm wanted here. When I die, I want to leave a legacy. Yeah, you're very wanted here. Let me just say, obviously, I've been a fan of Stevens. I liked listening to his podcast. I like listening to my friend just go. And I know it's dark. What up? I know it's dark what I said, but it's the honest truth because I take mental awareness so seriously. So seriously. Carry on. Um, What I was saying is I listened to Driscoll, Chris, because I learned a lot during the pandemic and myself going through my own depression. I love him. Love that guy. Love him, too. And um love what he taught the world and um me myself going through my own depression and my own things that i was dealing with during COVID times and myself being in therapy and actively being in therapy and just trying to heal myself inside um ironically today is mental awareness day for my work and Mm. they gave me today off and i love that they did because i needed it um but Stephen isn't telling a lie. There'd be times where you'd call me and say, can you come over? Let's talk because I'm feeling X, Y, Z. And I'm glad that you brought this up because mm-hmm. having you call me and say that I was really proud of you, that you reached out to me in that moment 
to say you weren't feeling well. And I took yeah. that very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting in the car and driving as fast as I can, calling my friend, saying to her um, what was going on in that moment. And she said, just drive safe. You got this. Get over there. Make sure he's okay. And I'm like, okay. And I remember when I went to your house and I got there and I told you, are you okay? What's going on? And we talked and you expressed to me what was going on. And I remember telling you, Stephen, a lot of us need you. A lot of your followers need you because I need you. Mm-hmm. I need you as my friend um, in my life in terms of like what you have taught me <laughs> and the things and the silly stories and the laughter and everything that we've gone through. I remember um <laughs> I remember the COVID times yeah. and uh I lost about forty six people who yeah. were my friends and my family and from suicide and um from COVID and all and uh I felt like I was gonna end myself and but I never forget and this always always comes up. There was a podcast listener at the time at the Megan Mass podcast and we talked about this and he listened to the Yo Yo podcast. Mm-hmm. He said, Hey Megan Man, I just wanna let you know, man, those Mega Man life episodes that got to me. Yeah. And you know, and I was hearing this podcast and the podcast led me to you. Yeah. And wanted to hear your story. Yeah. And uh, because of that, I was going to kill myself. But you were talking about what you've been through. And it gave us hope to say if he mm-hmm. went through X, Y, Z and he has his mm-hmm. two boys and he was able to survive and he was living in, you know, a homeless. storage facility for a month and a half mm-hmm. when he was going through this situation with his family, when he was struggling, but he overcame this. And, you know, when he had to have a, you know, blow up mattress and. You know, four door, four, four, four walls and top ramen and, you know, and instant noodles or whatever. But if he survived, I could survive. If he went through this with his two kids, I can get through this with my daughter. Like all of those things that added up, it helped. And I mean, I remember there was a time where I called my mom one time and I asked her, I said, mom, during you raising six kids, during the time you were with my father, he had an alcohol problem. During all those years, you raised my sisters, four sisters from my dad and a different mom, me and my brother from you and dad. During those four years, where there's a, was there ever a time where you just wanted to end it? And it got real quiet on the phone because my mom was like, Miha, what are you talking about? And I said to her, you know, life, I never realized growing up it was going to get this hard. There's no playbook. They don't tell you in they school. Don't they don't then. teach you this shit. There's no mental health class that you take i mean yeah there's like a you know economics physics or just take pills he'll make you better exactly i don't want to take a fucking pill but it's like you know they they don't tell you how to cope with certain things and you know did you ever experience that mom and of course you know she started explaining to her to me what she has gone through and things that i remember from my childhood and whatnot and I told her, I said, you know, I remember coming home one day, I was working at the Brea Mall, and it was when I was with Ralph Lauren still. And I told her as I was coming down the hill, the 57, and there's a ramp right there by the in and out right before you get to Nogales, and, you know, right there, like, it curves around. And I remember telling her, there was a thought that went through my head today as I was driving home saying, 
I could just turn really hard right and my car will go airborne over the fucking freeway and I'll just end it all. It'll just be done. And my mom was shocked to hear me talk like that because I'm always positive. I'm always very like uplifted. And she's like, Miha, no. And I said, I know, mom, I know. She's like, Miha, you're Catholic. And I said, I know I'm Catholic, mom. Just because I'm Catholic and just because I believe in God and just because I was raised a Christian doesn't mean that I'm not human. And I, I want to ask you, like, what is it that you cope with? And so having said this, having you share with me when you were going through a weak moment in your life. Conquering the demons. And conquering those demons and having yourself kind of reevaluate and say, you know, like, I need to dig deep and I need to pull myself out of this. You know, it helped me pull myself out of it. And mm -hmm. so that's why that day when I went to your place and, you know, you called me to come over because you weren't feeling right. And, I remember that day. And that Sunday, the boys were with their mom. They were, yeah. they were with their mom that, that weekend. And I was glad you called me because I don't want you to ever, ever, ever harm yourself. And I understood how you felt because that was me with my mom on the phone. When, when I learned that day, that's again what Billy Carson says. Sometimes in a way, God's going to give you obstacles. Yeah. It's almost like a Marion Gladiator. It's like, hey, let's give this person obstacles. Mm -hmm. and if he can pull through, I, I want to see what, what would he do in this situation? Yeah. How is he going to pull through? Because if he pulls through this, then there's going to be a blessing on the other side. Correct. But he's testing us. And we got to remember that we are worthy of this. And just like Billy um, was saying, Billy like, how are we going to make heaven on earth? It starts with us. It starts with our mindset. It starts with us visualizing change in a positive way. It starts with us being kinder to one another. It starts with us putting our ego in check and not talking bad on people, you know, ourselves included, looking in the mirror, you know. And, and, and look, at even though what you're saying, when, we, when we're doing this episode, guys and ladies, I don't want you to be like, oh, Cindy and Mega Man, they're fucking hypocrites. We're clearing the air because, again, we're not going to talk about this matters. This is what I had to pull through. I had to move on yeah. to be where I'm at now. I mean, and, and to be brutally honest we had to be we're yeah. not we're not lying we're not no but we're being honest we're being honest you guys but here. but i'm gonna be honest respectfully if you don't agree with what i'm saying quite honestly that's okay me and my therapist that's okay i don't give a fuck because i'm trying to be the best me for my family for my daughter for steven's boys for me being a good person you know Whoever wants to engage with me and be around me, cool. Like, you're going to get the best version of me because I am working really hard on myself, and so are you. And I will say, like, when we go to food blog or when we go to support small businesses or we, or go, we go to, to events, go to events anything, and stuff, you know, the people that, that know we us, show love. we show love. And the people that we do fuck with, the people that are, that are in our circle, they think we're cool, and I'm glad they do, and I'm glad they support us. I'm glad that they DM me. I'm glad that they DM Steven. I'm glad that Yo. they are the ones Raider that— Raider Tommy. I'm telling you, shout out to Raider Tommy. I, shout out to Evan for LA in the Minute. Oh. I mean, you made our year, our end of year. LA in the Minute. <laughs> like, when we went—recently, we went to the event for Blood In, Blood Out. Honestly, Los, I got— Los, was it Los, ta was it, uh, Los, was it uh, Los Tacos? I don't remember. I'm uh, sorry. East, oh, East Los East Tacos. East Los Tacos. Thank mm -hmm. you. Their, their carne asada burrito was bomb, let me just say. I was hungry as fuck. I had a bite of it. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, and we saw we saw a lot of the people we yeah. knew. Yeah. Well, and what was so cool is seeing Jesse from Blood In, Blood Out. And 
I know him from fame. Sorry, I'm an me too, kid, me too, me too. I'm so excited to meet him. You saw everyone start, check out the video. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I was like, look at him. And uh, it it threw my, it, it was a curveball because he's like, oh, it's blending about no, we liked you doing fame. Like, yeah, what? and then he started singing. He's like, I will live <laughs> forever. <laughs> remember, remember, remember. Fame. It was so cool because I just remember coming home from school and me and my big sister Valerie would watch it and we'd dance around in the living room and we'd be all excited. Fucking West Side Story over here. <laughs> totally. Debbie <laughs> Allen. It was so awesome. But Oh, she was so hot. Wasn't she? She was Fuck beautiful. Yeah. And <sighs> Oh, my God. And what was, the, what was the name of the girl? She had like black hair and she was beautiful and she, she was a model too. She was a dancer and a model. Man, there was a lot of people who there came out. There was a lot of people that came out of that show. But anyhow, what was so exciting for me because I, I feel kind of like I don't know. I feel like you're a cheerleader because whenever I see people like stop you in Long Beach and they're like, yo, Mega Man. And then I, in my head, I'm like, that's Steven. Like, what are you talking about? It's kind like of, at Whole Foods. Yeah. Like at Whole Foods, you know, but like when I see people like scream your name, Mega Man, hey, Long Beach Social, or, like, it's kind of like, I, I feel like, oh, like they're talking about him. Like it kind of throws me back. But um, when we were over at the Blood In Blood Out event and you were talking to um, Jesse Borrego, to Dressy. And you're telling him, like, hey, I have a podcast. You know, I'm going to try to get Sonia on, blah, blah, blah. Sonia, you're hearing this. Yeah. We've got to schedule a yeah, date, girl. Your ears were burning, girl. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about um, the East L.A. event that the Latin Film Festival that you East, won. East, East L.A. Film Festival. Yeah, and we went to go support you. And it was so much fun. And it was so cool. because didn't, didn't know Conejo was three, 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 three rows <laughs> behind rows me. Behind I was like, us. fuck. I but know. we saw him. We, we saw, saw him. him. Yeah, we saw him. We took pictures with him recently. But um, anyways, we were at the event. And it was so cool because like we were taking pictures. We were on the red carpet. And I was so excited because I, I saw um, Concrete. And I was like, Stephen, take a picture of me. And he's like, first take a picture of me. So I took a picture of you. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, cr Concrete went on the red carpet and I was like damn it Steven you didn't get a picture of me and he's like it's okay there'll be other events calm down don't be a fangirl and I'm like but I'm wearing my cheetah dress and I'm wearing my Ralph Lauren and I have my heels on and you're, you're gonna like, meet them you're gonna meet them calm down where did I meet concrete I literally rolled out of bed I oh, had no makeup shit. I had my hair all long <laughs> and I'm in Target and Alhambra running errands with my daughter and all of a sudden I'm on the Instagram looking I at I told you you're going to meet him. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to meet him off on Leo. I look like ass. Come on, man. I wanted to look nice. And I'm there oh, on your Oh, what's page. up, burritos? <laughs> And it was so funny because he's wearing his McDonald's t-shirt with his picture on it. Yo, if I was there, Concrete, if you're watching this, if I was there, I would have been Dassey playing that fucking rebel music. I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh my God, I still have like moquitos in my eyes. I, I literally rolled out of bed and ran over to get my daughter's her things that she needed. And I was dying because I'm on Steven's page scrolling and I happened to look at Concrete's picture and I was like, I love Look up, and there's concrete in real life. And yeah, I was like, Yeah, you Yo. predicted it. You wanted it. I did. You got I was it. wheeling it. Okay, I was visualizing meeting you. And all of a sudden, he's right. Visually attack. <laughs> visually, you'll see him. If you and visually, he, he will come. He will be there. Hey, what's up, Benito's? And he's all, Yo. And I was like, Yo, I was just looking at your picture. And it was like, I swear I felt like a stalker. Stalker? <laughs> Don't be farty now. Shut up. But that's cool. You saw him. You saw him. But I didn't have my makeup. I didn't have hair on it. But this is the thing. But this is the thing. You're gonna meet people, and and you when you when you bring positivity, you're gonna get it. Yeah. I mean, with 
again with Evan Elliot a minute, he was there for Alexander. Oh gosh, Antonia. Even Jesse Borrego was like, "Well, hey, hold up." If Sonya's gonna come on, I want to be on your. I want to be on your podcast. And he like he he told his assistant, he's like, I think his name was Brian, but he's like, hey Brian, he's gonna get Sonya on. He's like, get with him after and get me on his platform. And I'm there with my mouth to the floor. Because and we're not making this up. I know. We're, we're not making this but up. But I was so proud of Stephen because I'm like. Fame wants to be on your platform, the man from Fame. I, like I was so excited, and I just like looked at you, like, oh my god, like because that's I, how if, I felt if, when if I, Evan if, called. If I did an episode mm -hmm. with Jesse Borrego, I know everyone's gonna talk about blood and blood out, but it's gonna be a curveball. I wish my sister Valerie could fly in from I Florida. Would, I would, <laughs> I would sit down with them and talk about other things. Yeah, people want blood and blood. Out, yeah, but I, I know he's gonna be that forever. But I don't want to talk about other stuff that he did. Yeah. You know, because remember you were talking about like he kind of paved the way. Oh, totally. I mean, when you think about it, growing up, like other than like Menudo or like Saved by the Bell where you saw like the Mario one, Labiz. Yeah. Or the like one, other. The, the one Chicano kid on there. You're like, hey, it looks like me. You know, I paving mean, paving the ways. It's like them paving the ways for the future. And it's like nowadays, like it's not a big deal. But mm -hmm. like, you know, Jesse Borrego, he has like a movie coming out or a show coming out called Phoenix, Oregon. Yes. And I'm excited. Yes. He said, check that out. And I'm super excited to come and see it because, you know, I loved him in Blood In, Blood Out. I loved him in Fame. And now he's coming out with the new stuff. So I'm so excited. And also see. he did the short film with Sonia. Yes. And he did the short film with Sonia. So yeah. that's going to be amazing and, too. And, and it's something where it's like when you meet all these good people, you network. And the thing I, I always do, you be professional. Mm -hmm. Hey, oh, what's yeah. up? You know, and everything. Yeah. I don't get fanboy like, <laughs> like, like, like I so. like I did with um, Tito. Okay, so let me tell that oh, story. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, so let me tell that story because it's really funny. So we went to go pick up Alexander at the time. That's where his school was. He's no longer there. So we were there, and we pull up, and he sees the van. And Steven turns and looks at me. He's all, do you want to meet Tito? And I look at him because I had been a fan of Tito long before I wasn't, even was a fan of Steven's. Okay. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I follow him. Yeah. I want to Remember, the ripple effect was around Tito Romo's. Yeah. So who it's that? It's like, yeah. he's a legend. Oh, totally. Are you kidding? I, bus I, driver I, with that bus. <laughs> the Long Beach Transit I'm bus. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. We saw you in your video recently. Oh, yeah. And your daughter. But, um, but yeah, I, I was excited to so see funny. him. So Steven's like, okay, be professional. Don't act like a weirdo. I want you to act professional. And I looked at him and we're in the car, mind you. And I said, okay, I will. I promise. And he's like, promise? And I said, yes. And before we get out of the car, I go, and he goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm getting it all out of me. And he's like, getting what? I'm all that nervous energy. No, he's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? He's all, what are you doing? And I'm all, I'm getting it out of me before I meet him. So then I'm like, I'm girl, so you gotta be used to these celebrities, and man. And I was like, I'm so excited to meet the hood Santa. And he goes, don't call him that. Just call I'm him Tito. Tito. He's like, he's my homie. Calm if you're going to be, if you're going to be here long, but you call him Tito. Like, hey, who's Tito? He's like, that's, that's, that's the thing. But we call him Tito. Yeah. Yeah. So then like we go over and it was his wife and him. And I was so excited to meet them. And you know, it was so They're giving, cool. I think they were giving, they out, were giving backpacks. out backpacks to the kids at Alex school at the time. And it just was so awesome because, you know, it's like, at, th this is what I would like to say. I was one of those kids. I was the youngest of six kids, and my parents worked really hard to put food on the table for us. But my dad would always say, don't take anything for granted. And so whenever you had, like, Boys and Girls Club or any type of, like, community support that would come out to the school to give backpacks or shoes or whatever, you know, I was one of those kids. So 
I learned to appreciate things very much and to work very hard. I mean, my parents, like I said, I had they had a manufacturing business. So downtown in L.A. every summer we were there mm-hmm. helping my dad mm-hmm. and I would earn my school clothes so that I would get two, three hundred dollars. And, you know, when you're eight years old, two hundred dollars is a lot of money in the 80s, man. Going to the alley, going to the Cooper oh, building, yeah. buying your socks, you know, buying your canzones and your esprit or your tennis shoes, your Reeboks, like your guest clothes. Like, you know, it taught taught you how to be a hard worker and it taught you to appreciate things. And, you know. Those are the things you remember. So when I met Tito, man, I was so excited. When I met his wife, I was so excited. And I, I just really appreciate he, what he, they do. Tito does what he does for Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. He cares about the city. He cares about the people. Right. When you have a heart, you have a heart you want to give out. Yeah. And that's what I feel with me and maybe for you. But for me... When you had to, when I had to, I don't want to say, well, you you as well, we moved on from the past, being the present and future. What are we going to, what are we going to do to bring heaven on earth? You know, give, be there for the people, yeah. support, even like my podcast page. I want to make it different. Mm-hmm. I want to make it like, I want people to learn. I want people to, I want, I want to feed people's brain yeah. with knowledge, not with shit. Yeah. And I see a lot of platforms that, that, put out shit yeah and i want our people to know like hey i didn't know about this i don't know about that like the things that you wish you had learned growing up that if you could tell yourself you know like your 16 year old self what what would you say you know here we are in our you know you're 43 i'm approaching my 50s it's like what would i tell my 16 year old girl self you know that's what you're pushing out now because it's like the stuff that's going to help our society uplift our society. It's almost like with me, I was more like a a very late, late bloomer, Mm -hmm. but it all happened because of Alex. Yeah. Because I was trying to find a cure for canatonia. They went down these rabbit holes. And now I see when people make fun of me, you're weird, you're a loser. You, uh, you don't know anything. It's really a reflection on them because they don't have the knowledge. And so if they it's were ig- to, you know, a lot of ignorant people, it, it, there's a lot of ignorant people. And so it's, if you just take the moment to like, look at what it is that he's explaining research. and teaching and research, research it, you'll yeah. see. And what, what I notice, what I see just cause I don't listen to all of these podcasts. I'm going to be honest. I listen to a few. Um, but what I see from what Steven is watching, what I overhear in the background as I'm cooking or cleaning or doing things is that um, he's like six months ahead of the bell curve. And then when all of these other platforms start to do theirs, it's like they're talking about what Steven just talked about. But they don't give me credit. But they don't give him credit. They just take it and then they run with it. It's kind of like the kid in school who's smart, who's making good grades and has, you know, AP classes and is assigned by the teacher to do a project. And then the other kids get assigned with him, but then they don't do the work. They do the coloring. And that's it. So that's what my interpretation is of it. Because, again, I don't necessarily listen to their podcast or have the time to do so because of what I do in my life. But I do hear it in the background. And then I'm like, hey, isn't isn't that something that you just talked about? Like you and King Mexico were just talking about that. And then he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they were. But they're not giving me the credit. Yeah. So moving on to that one, you know, uh, with King Mexico, there's been a lot of people like, hey, how come you don't promote hard like, you know, um, on certain things? Or how come I don't see King Mexico promote you hard like how you promote him? Um, every, we're all different. Uh, 
my vision is my vision. I know KMXO is going to hear this, but you know, ever since now starting with my new job, with my new position, it's going to be hard. But at the time, you know how I am. I'm making my podcast into a business, but I'm very competitive. And I always want to do whatever I can to push out knowledge or experience or lessons or original stuff where no one's talking about. But I want to have a vision how I want it to be. But with King Mexico, when he and this 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 I was upset where he says, you know, I don't care about numbers. This is more of a hobby to me. And it's like, man. I, I have to say this, you know, like we have good shows, you know, we're good. And look at, I'm just a guest mm. because at the time, you know, King Mexico was looking, um, you know, like for people, but at the same time, you know, King Mexico and, and I were like, we just matched up because it all happened from a ripple effect from a flow Brown, you know, Rasa stand podcast. We met, you know, we, we have this good chemistry, but I feel the topics that, we talk about you know we might have good numbers or s slow numbers but the thing is i always say let's be original mm. not regurgitate let's be a thousand steps ahead of everyone else where it's like let's focus on rumble we got the numbers mm. let's take this seriously I'm, i take things very seriously because i see something that king mexico and i have like this could happen the potential the potential mm -hmm. the episodes you know people love it and all but sometimes in a way if you have a vision to see that podcast you know that show grow but that person doesn't give a fuck about it sometimes in a way you have to just let go of, of that person's hand and be like i gotta part ways mm -hmm. i mean i like the episodes and all but i i want a person who has the vision as me to take this thing seriously go we can make a killing. We're building our numbers organically. It's getting out there. A lot of people do. But, I mean, people are going to say, oh, Megan, man, you should be talking to me. That's your homie. I give my homie King Mexico blessings. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that guy. Yeah, we but, love him. But He's my cousin. Yeah, his cousin. <laughs> but at the same time, I would love for him to take this podcast of King Mexico's podcast seriously. Again, I'm just a guest. That's not my show. <coughs> my show, if I have my own show, which will be on platform, Rumble like later in the end of the year, it's going to be different. Mm -hmm. But I just, to me, it, it brings numbers. But at the same time, it's like I'm trying to give him a lot of exposures in the West Coast and over the world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have been liking those shows. Mm -hmm. We don't know how the numbers are. He knows. And we found out that there's an app or certain things where we're not getting the numbers how we used to in audio. They're kind of like blinding it because the shadow ban of what we talk about. And this is the thing which I always say, focus on rumble. Why? We need to talk about uncomfortable matters. If not, we're not going to talk about it and we're still going to hate it on each other. We need to understand each other. Mm -hmm. Talk about sensitive matters. Mm -hmm. The same situation will happen West Coast. You couldn't be talking like that in American Cholo. People were saying that, you know. I posted videos like, man, what are you trying to do? You trying to get American Cholo's page shut down on YouTube? Mm. Then what's your uh, what's your other outlet? Yeah. Rumble. Yeah. Rumble's free speech. You know we talked about censorship. Mm -hmm. I focus only on Rumble because yeah. I can say what I want to say without being outed, without being shadow banned. But at the same time, people are scared to have me on because of what the situation, what's coming for 2024, but also with the elite, but also what I talk about. And What's, Billy Carson talks about it. He talks, he talks about, about it. how is it that the world is in control 
over by the the hundred families. A hundred families that control eight to nine billion people. Yeah. But we all wake up. We can take over this because there's more of us than them. Correct. So you know the thing is, is that from my perception and what I saw referencing the block 100 is I jokingly say 100 block podcast excuse me 100 block bypass podcast is that they weren't ready for you and I say that respectfully and that was only an hour and that was only an hour and what 30 minutes an hour well they were saying that 30 minutes there was there was 30 minutes like off yeah but it actually turned out to be an hour and three minutes Mm -hmm. but again if any future guest of any who wants me on from any other podcaster you better do your fucking homework. Yeah. And if you're going to laugh, talk shit, and mock or say, oh, this is boring, that shows ignorance on your part. Like, wow, all y'all motherfuckers are still asleep because you're still... I mean, the thing is... Hold you up. Have- you're still stuck in the Rockefeller system, but not knowing what we found out yeah. two days ago, that there was more black presidents before 1776. Before Obama. Before George Washington. Before George Washington. Even, even yeah. with Billy Carson, when I posted yeah. the Rothschilds, the bloodline, Obama, Bush, mm-hmm. Stalin, uh, fuck, Hitler. Yeah. All Rothschilds. It, it's almost like, we're are we really in assimilation? Yeah. That's the thing where he's spreading. It feels like the Truman Show. Yes. It really does. And, and the thing is, is if you have not done your homework on what Stephen is talking about, of course this is going to sound overwhelming and scary and weird, as they said. But the sad thing is, is you're having him on your, as a guest on your show. So didn't you do your homework in learning about what he's talking about first so that you could ask important questions as a journalist would or as a podcaster would? Because, I mean, I know when I took journalism, you ask who, what, when, where, and why so that you can learn and understand what it is that this person is talking about mm-hmm. instead of making your guest feel like you're trying to ridicule him on your platform. If anything, it just shows that you you didn't you didn't do your job. And they, you they, dropped the ball. It was, and, not, and it shows, and, and, and also at that same time on that episode, again, I give my blessings. I love them. Again, you didn't do your guy. You didn't do your fucking homework. But also, it showed your weakness. Yeah. Ah. Because the thing was, is that episode got good numbers and people were interested, in it, and there was people that follow you that were Call. like, "Dang, good episode." I mean, did you see the comments? Yes, I saw the comments. Did and- you see one of the comments that said, "Wow, Mega Man is speaking the truth, just like how marvelous was," and yeah. you made you made him as a laughing stock, how you did Mega Man. Yeah, and that's sad. Because what it showed is, I mean, you have Billy Carson who went to MIT. MIT. You you have Billy Carson who went to Harvard and studied and got a certificate. So it's like these are big minds, you know, pretty big minds. And, not, and I'm not trying to say that. And those you, like Patrick Bet David. Travis, Patrick Bet David. Um, Rogan. All these. Joe po- Rogan. These are people that are talking about this information. It's out there. And if you guys haven't learned about it, then you know it just shows the lack on your end that you haven't done your research but, to learn about this, it. But this, when you have thing, guests that are talking about it. But this it. is the thing, Cindy. Like, mm-hmm. ignorance is ignorance. If they don't want to learn, then it shows me how much they have grown as people. But the mm-hmm. thing is, don't get mad when shit hits the fan because who are these other platforms like me or anyone else is gonna tell you these things? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oh, that's stupid. That's not that fake and all that. Then shit starts popping up. Boom, boom, boom. <clears throat> well, when you're starting to see things happen in the yeah. world. In the same situation, what happened when, at the, at, with the 100 Block Podcast, mm-hmm. Justice 8, yeah. with Alex, oh, yeah. Stephanie, Jaguar, Fernando, Vanessa, Edwin, Wendy, David, 
We talked about this and YouTube deleted. They're making a martyr out of them. Yeah. And and look at what they did to. And, but they deleted two or three seconds because we talked about where are the Illuminati's from? Yeah. Texas. Texas. Yeah. And she herself said it. She um, said it. Yeah. I even show I tagged everything, <clears throat> but they don't want to post all that. I'd be like, this is too much. Yeah. They weren't ready. Yeah. I think um, Nidia and, and Boo Boo um, respectfully. Respectfully. You know, I, I think that they were not ready. I don't think that they had realized all this information that you have, that you've learned. And to me, it, to me, it was, it was just a tease. Yeah. And, and, and that was exactly, it was just a little bit of what you had. I mean, you could have brought in so much more. But um, again, it was an hour and three minutes, so it's or an hour and 30 roughly. So what you were able to speak on, and, and it was a late podcast we drove out, you know, out there to do, um, you probably could have talked on that subject for at least two or three hours with the information that you have, you know. Um, and there's a lot out there, and, and we're starting to see it. I mean, the thing is, is that w what scares me, what I learn from you when you go down this rabbit hole and I learn, is that someone like Elon Musk who's putting out Tesla cars and we're all trying to save energy and save gas and let's do electric. But then there's not enough electric outlets to power up your car. And then someone like Billy who talks on how there's another type of form of energy that's coming. Hydrogen. Water. Water. And who was the person who got killed? Oh yeah, there was a Stanley Rock. Stanley, Stanley Rock. Yeah, he, I think it was say Stanley. Yeah, Stanley walked out, and then they said that they, they, they killed got him. me. They killed it was him. it was the CIA who killed him because they knew all these technologies. What Billy Carson was talking about on the episode with Sean Ryan, hydrogen. We're gonna see all that. Yeah. It's it's free energy. And the thing is, is that Tesla. they're saying that our government is how many thousands of years ahead? They're like maybe three three hundred years, years or eight hundred years yeah. ahead of us. Ahead of us. But so they don't the want to give us they this don't want to give us that. So the technology that is out there, we have to advance us as a human race. They're holding it. Why? Because think about the dollars that are tied up in that. That's mind blowing to me. That's scary to e me. Even the situation with Dr. Sabi. Yeah. Curing, oh, I mean, curing, curing AIDS, cancer, curing to, AIDS, curing autism, autism, curing. And, and they killed him because diabetes. no, 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 because it's. The pharmaceutical, we have to, we got to make our money. Well, yeah, because cancer is a business. You know, and, and, and I mean, my dad died of cancer, guys. I lost my dad when I was 16. I mean, going back to that 16-year-old girl and that inner child, what could I tell her? I mean, it's really scary. I'm sure, you know, we're on a podcast, but if we could raise our hand, how many of us are affected by a loved one that has had cancer? Any or, form. Or HIV. Or HIV. And and the, or and the cure diabetes or and, dementia and the cure for all that is we're gonna find out it's all from glucose and it's all from mucus. Mm. Remember that glucose and Sugar mucus and mucus. Shout out to the homie Jose Torres from Eslan Herbal Remedies. He, he talks about a lot of things, but this is a thing, and this is where there is a correction. I have to say on Hundred Block Podcast, I did an error. When you're hungry mm -hmm. and your stomach says, I'm full, mm -hmm. but your brain says, I'm still hungry. It's the parasites. In it's you. the parasites mm -hmm. telling you we need to feed, you know, feed, 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 feed. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're not healing yourself. Mm -hmm. That's why you have to do fastings. You have to eat what God gave us in nature to yeah. eat, to stay healthy. And this is what the elites are doing. 
they're taking all the farms they're putting process 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 I mean, processed foods process that we're gonna die around, yeah yeah processed foods have been around for a short time not a long time short time so when they tell you oh don't eat too much red meat or don't don't eat too much meat period meat's not bad for you it's good for you vegetables are good for you fruits good for you what's bad is processed food so all those pizza rolls stop eating those Hot pockets. Hot I mean, pockets. Corporations. It's not, <clears throat> yeah, not but corporations. corporations. Oreo cookies, like Nabisco, all of that crap is not good for you. So, you know, if you want to eat whole foods, go shop at Trader Joe's. Go get peanut butter that is not skippy. You know, get food that is healthy for healthy. you. Healthy. Drink a lot of water yeah, and lots glass. Of water. Spring, Mountain Valley, spring water and glass. The green glass, <clears throat> that's good water. But at the same time, Cindy, I mean, we're just seeing... A lot of things on social media, but also people talking about a lot of stuff on podcasts where they're trying to censure because they don't want the truth coming out. Mm -mm. And again, Billy Carson talks about it on Sean Ryan. Oh, we're going to people are waking up, shut down the Wi-Fi. Everyone's mm -hmm. it's it's crazy. Yeah, because they don't want us to learn and grow it. They want us to be ignorant. You know what? What I noticed about Billy Carson, what he talked about mm -hmm. in the Bible about the Babel Towers, mm -hmm. you know, everyone went up. And everyone came down with languages because he talks about we had one language. Mm -hmm. If we had one language, they were like, oh, shit, these people are learning quick. They're going to be a hundred times or a thousand times more smarter than the Anunnaki's. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? Divide them, suppress them, mm -hmm. uh, make divisions, tribes and everything to not have them wake up. So I feel like with social media now is waking up. It could be a how you say it could be a good thing. Mm -hmm. Or it could be a bad thing. Yeah. We need what I was telling you earlier. Facebook, man, there's a lot of drama on here. Yeah. Is what you see. You got to be careful what you're feeding your mind. Correct. Because if you're constantly watching videos that are showing, you know, chomos or car chasing or, you know, prostitution, whatever. I mean, the negative stuff that's on social media that you can watch, you know. Um, it's reality. It's, it's, it, a, it's it, a mind it, fuck. It is out there. It's I mean, a mind fuck. It's out there. But, I mean. Once you've seen those type of things, how many types of those things do you need to keep seeing over and over and over? It's one thing to be educated and aware and to be informed, but it's another thing to be inundated on it because it's not good for your mind. So you got to make sure you take a break from that. Yeah. And uh, again, there are some people are, are, are saying, please, Mega Man, please, Cindy, don't forget about the Justice 8. Yeah. You're not forgotten. No, we're not. They're we're, not forgotten. We're not forgotten because this is the thing where me and King Mexico talked about. It's a little emotional, but it does make sense that Alex had to do what he had to do to make a difference for the next generations where these new laws are changing. Mm -hmm. He paved the way. He was almost like the sacrificial lamb. Totally. And and he put his life on the line. So did Wendy, and and so did the the eight of them. Yeah, uh, Alex, Stephanie, Jaguar, Fernando, Vanessa, Edwin, David. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jaguar, he lost his job, his teaching yeah. job he because fired. of it. They fired him. And I mean, and he has a lot of students that loved and support him. Yeah. And you know, it, it's heartbreaking to see. And I know that the lawyer Rosenberg is working very hard on helping them get out. And they're is also um, an, uh, a post that our friend writer Tommy had put. Shout out to writer Tommy. <clears throat> so that we can write to them, um, to Alex specifically. And we posted it on my platform. Stephen will post it on his. I'll post it later this week. Um, but, you know, make sure it doesn't, it, I have to write mine. I know I said I was going to do it yesterday. Write letters to them. Bring hope to them. Because look at, 
We don't know how the outcome's going to be. I mean, 44 Vatos page said, you know, Alex could be getting 15 to 16 years and also be in deportation. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see none of that. Yeah. But the thing is, he exposed what the, the elites are doing. And because of Alex and the Justice 8 were there, we saw the incidents. But in my opinion, mm -hmm. he opened up the bee's nest yeah. of what's going on. Because a lot of those cops are from the IE are crooked, crooked, and they're masons, and the yeah. and they masons. Ninety six percent of those cops are masons, and the masons work for the Illuminati's, the Illuminati's. Everyone, yeah, this they're making an example out of him. That's why people are scared. Yeah, because you'd be arrested, and they put a a situation where we have there could be another ten to thirteen more warrants, and people are like, "Fuck this, we're yeah. out." We're out. People got like, this is too they much. They got scared. And so the thing is, is they're using that fear to keep you from putting your voice or putting your support. You know, it's as simple as writing a letter to Alex just to up uplift his spirits, you know, for you to forward what Rosenberg is doing to get out awareness on it. You know, and if you if you're off that day and you're able to go to be there to support by all means, you know, if you're in a financial position where you're able to drive out there to do it. Great. Ooh. But whatever support you can do, do it. I tell you this. We found out. You and I, we said, you saw this coming. Mm -hmm. We're going to find out who's really going to be there to support them. Absolutely. And we saw a lot of them like, wow, yeah. what happened? Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. They're scared. It was really sad. It is really sad. You're going to find out like that. If that happened to any of us and they forgot of us, that, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Well, he's going to start timing that fucking. Well, you were using them for clout. Yeah. You, and you saw what he was doing. He was putting his life on the mm -hmm. line. 90 to 96 felonies. Yeah. And that's the sad thing is that there's murderers. There's pedophiles. People, there's or, pedophiles that have less charges than and what. And they're getting bailed out, but not them. Yeah. And there's a no bail. What does that say about San Bernardino? What does that say about that county? Are they racist? When you have someone who is a pedophile getting bail, but then. Someone who is just even using some of those his, cops were, were chomos as yeah, well. And, and then you have someone who is just trying to push their First Amendment right to protect the food vendors. What does that say? It, it just hurts my heart. Yeah, of course. You know, um, of course. And we've seen Alex. We see him at events. Well, and, love. and there's been times where we have gone to support them and, you know, where we have gone to their events to support or. You know, if there's someone that is doing something that we didn't think was right, we've gone to those events. Because you and I have gone. He was mostly in Long Beach because he was exposing a lot of these pedophiles, a yeah. lot of these chomos. Yeah. And this is a big thing. And I again, I give praises to the ones of exposing these perpetrators because yeah. we have kids that are and, trying to play at the park. And you have people jacking off or taking pictures and all and exposing them and going to their house and they're getting pr protected by the fucking cops. Yeah. What I the mean, fuck is that? The night that you and I, we went on a date, we were went to the four, is it called Four Horsemen? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so that night when we went to go eat pizza, I remember we went on a date and then you told me, hey, Alex and Wendy, they're over here, blah, 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 Long Beach by the park. You want to go? And I said, yeah, let's go. And so we jumped in the car and we drove over and we went, jumped on their live. I was driving and you were telling me where to go and you were saying like, hey, there's a guy, he's a Tomo and he was videoing and filming these kids that they're at the park. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit because guess what? I was that kid. 
I remember in West Covina, me and my best friend, Carrie Beardsley, we were at the park with a couple of our girlfriends. And all of a sudden, there was this boy. His name was Tomasoff. And if you're out there, Tomasoff, you know you got your ass beat by my brother and Billy. But what happened was is he came with a trench coat. I think it was his dad's. And he flashed us. And I was like in third grade. And I'm looking at him like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you naked at the park? And me and my best friend jumped on our bikes. And I remember driving, riding my Schwinn bike back home. And I was scared, mortified. And I went across the street to Billy's and to Bobby Mooney's house and um, to uh, Johnny Hunter. And my brother was playing. They were on their big wheels. And I told my brother what happened. And Johnny Hunter's father was the um, watch commander at Alhambra PD. And Johnny, everybody knew Johnny in, in the neighborhood. And that was my brother's best friend. And I told my brother what I saw. And my brother said, what? And I said, yeah. And they went with their baseball bats. And they got on their bikes. And they went up to the park. And they found that guy. And they beat his ass. Street justice. Yeah. Because that's how we handled shit back in the day. But now with, with these new laws are being protected because of the LGBT and everything, it's it's something where you got to be careful. Well, but, don't be showing your pito to little girls. But at the same time, what what cops can do, they're going to get bailed out and all. But if it was real times, you would be, they would kill you. Yeah. They would chop your dick off and hang you. This is what happens if you fuck with little kids. If you're from Wilmington, that happens. Oh, you you were <laughs> fucked. Oh, you were fucked. Stephen told me stories. <laughs> yeah, it's, but that's the thing. I always focus on Raider Tommy. Mm -hmm. Shouts to Long Beach Audit. Mm -hmm. You know, Alex was doing the part of street justice, yeah. uh, being there for the people. Uh, when it came to street vendors, exposing the elites, what they're doing, chomos and all. We need to know these things, but at the same time, it's hard because the social media is censoring because they are protecting these individuals. Mm -hmm. They are protecting these chomos. Mm -hmm. it, it's all creeping up. Yeah. We're and, and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And we see people different. Yeah. And that's why I always tell you, we need to be careful mm -hmm. of who we support and who we fuck with. Yeah, we gotta be learn about them first. Because I told you a story where I'm not gonna mention these names. I never had them on. We were gonna set it up. Mm -hmm. This happened maybe four years ago. Mm-hmm. There was three people, two guys and one girl. I didn't know. Major people. We did not know. Luckily, I did my, my background check, and I didn't know these, these people were sex offenders and chomos. Oh, man. And I, if I had them on and not knowing, I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. You just got to be careful in those days. But, again, prayers goes out to, to the Justice 8, man. I mean, prayers, it's, 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 it's shady what – it's kind of shady, but it's fucked up. But it's just sad what what they did to them. But I guess in a way, people just want to do their shady stuff and make up this uh, 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 operation accountability and make an example. Well, we out of need them. we need the major news organizations like they don't want nothing ABC to do with it and NBC and Fox and all of them to like see what they're doing to our people because it's ugly. And if they did it to them, it could happen to any one of oh. us. It's it's sad, and it, it's it's it's. Would you want to understand the situation? A lot of people got curious. Like, if Alex and those people are exposing what's going on in the IE, let me do some research, and you start finding. Oh, follow the money, mm -hmm. follow the people, yeah, they always buddy say buddies, the and all that. But again, um, we'll be posting letters, um, their addresses where you can write to them, and and just. Give them hope. Yeah, we don't know, and just have your fingers crossed, prayers, because I mean these are bogus charges, and it, it, like again, no bail. Yeah, 
yeah, no bail. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we're switching gears. Let's talk about Antarctica. Okay. Let's talk about Antarctica. So when we heard that episode with Billy Carson, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. Our, it our, blew my mind. The only error that he did, real talk, why did you not talk about civilizations past the ice wall? Yeah, I will give you that. But the thing that blew my mind was about the plate tectonics that moved where the animals had food still in their stomach. So if they were grazing, let's say, on grass and it's green and lush. Because it was all tropical. And then all of a sudden it like flashed frozen them because the climate changed so rapidly. That's what he referenced. And then he said that you could still see the food inside their stomach. That's crazy because that means their climate system changed where because of the plate tectonics, which is the Earth's crust and it moved. So there had to be some type of shift. And then it went from maybe like a a tropical weather or like a warmer climate to all of a sudden it's because you got to remember uh, the North Pole. Yeah, because the Pangea thing where all the countries where continents were together Mm -hmm. because the foundation of the Anunnaki's was in South Africa. Yeah. So once they broke off, it got colder. You saw like, whoa, but now you're seeing stories. Well, and as things are starting to melt and they're starting to see different types of things that are coming out of the ice, what's scary is what if like the DNA is in there? Like what if there's some type of, you know, organism that's growing or can come back? Like well, that's what's crazy. That's what they're saying that a lot of stuff is is melting, which they talk about the seven plagues of diseases. Mm-hmm. That's in the Bible. There's, there's no cure for it. Um, they found more coal. They found more uh, lithium. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of giant pyramids. Giant pyramids. Giant like it makes the... the they the, said that the one in, in Mexico that everyone knows, the sun god, the Quetzalcoatl, it makes that look small. Like it makes it look like just like a toy, like a yeah. micro machine. That's crazy. And and the, the advanced technologies of what happened with the Hitler found Germany and they made the Hannibal mm-hmm. and that the new, new, was it new Swabia? Mm-hmm. The, their civilizations. Yeah. Hitler was on Hannibal three or four escape from, from Antarctica and to he Argentina. Fled to, he fled to, then he died yeah. in Brazil and married a Brazilian black woman. Mm-hmm. But it was all, and you got to remember Hitler is the bloodline of the Rothschilds. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of thinking all this line was all from the Rothschilds. Yeah. And when you find civilizations out there, there's a lot of stuff that they don't talk about because right. Operation High Jump, Admiral Burns brought close to 3,000 people and all. And when they went over there, whatever spaceships, Hannibal's crafts that they had over there, they were like, fuck this, we're out of here. Yeah. And what I found out, the Fourth Reich is there, Operation Paperclip, 2,000 German scientists were spread out to the deep state, to CIA, to the FBI, to other NASA and all Mm -hmm. that. And that's how they formed. Well, that's how they formed NASA. Yeah, but also they formed the Fourth Reich, Mm -hmm. which is America. Yeah. And having civilizations that the elites going past the ice wall, a lot of our people, the Aztecs, the Incas, um, the Mushikas. They all disappeared. 
and they all went past the ice wall to the summer of the gates. And a lot of our people are settled in the ancestral and the Iron Republic. They went to the summer gates. They went to the Centennial gates. Mm -hmm. And there is a picture that I posted. It's real. It's not make-believe. And that's where ignorance comes into play. That's that's fake and all. People, oh, because Admiral Burns found it. He he found a lot of things, but also there's secret, you know, elites that take pictures. Mm-hmm. And for some kind of reason, I really believe that how big is Earth? Yeah. Because if we're Earth and there's more advanced civilizations and the world is flat, what is Earth? Because you got to remember, was are we aliens? We came from Mars, well, right? When they said that they have that DNA and that it's found in Mars, xenon, xenon, not DNA. It was a, a chemical. I'm sorry, the element. The element, element yeah. of is called xenon. Xenon, and it's only found in Mars. Yeah. But then that element is in us. That was a mind. So that means, in a way, the reptilians, the Nephilims, the the Anunnakis, the humans. We came from Mars. Mm-hmm. Does that make us as humans? I mean, I'm sorry, not humans. Aliens. Correct. Yeah, that's what flipped my mind because I'm like, okay, if it's an element on the periodic table and that element is only from Mars. Because of a nuclear reaction reaction. because of the Great War. Yeah. And then if that imploded and then we have that element in us, does that make us aliens? When he said that, Billy Carson, I was like, my mind was blown. And I wasn't high yet, so I was like, I need to I need to choke something to hear this. <laughs> yeah, but when you have an ice wall and there's <laughs> another ice wall and another ice wall, there's more civilizations. Mm-hmm. United Nations, they have yeah. a picture. Oh, there's a picture of it on the United Nations in in the Oval Office. It has it on there. All that the was civilizations. crazy. I was creeping oh, out. And then there's another picture. Did you see the one with the Pope? Okay, there's a picture of the Pope, the current Pope. And I'm Catholic, so this scared me. But on his um, like scarf, there's a picture of the aliens. Did you see that one? That one blew my mind. Did you see the map? Because I'm like, how much of this shit do they know they that know. they're not telling us? And did you that see? That scared me. Did you see the? I think it was a Gleason's map. Mm-hmm. I think, and they showed Antarctica and they showed dragons, mm-hmm. pyramids, yeah, giants, giants. That freaked me out too. I'm just telling you, Antarctica <laughs> is a very special place, but I feel there's more civilizations. Cause look at. New Swabia, mm-hmm. close to 13 million people under Antarctica. Yeah, We don't know. All John Kerry, Tom Hanks, underground tunnels, Anunnaki's giants. They found a megalodon. Germans are still there. They, A lot of people think that German, Germany fell. Yeah, They didn't. They, they still won the war. Rothschilds. Yeah. All that. I mean, no one. And also at the same time. He didn't talk more about the, uh, you know, going to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. What's the North Pole? The foundation of the Garden of Eden, the Rupus Neglis, which is called the Black Rock. When you look up in there and there's a black tip of the Black Rock, that controls the weather, everything. And if that Black Rock, the tip wasn't controlling, because you look at the computer and analyze, and that Black Rock, it's moving. The winds are moving different because. It's blocking certain th- certain areas. So it's almost like they can control the weather. Correct. That's what scares me. And also the Arctic Circle is all ice, but you have the fallen angels there. 
there's civilizations there. Mm-hmm. That's where inner earth starts to go into hollow earth in the middle. Yeah, that picture that you showed me that shows hollow earth and there's like this big old dome of blackness that goes down. And it's spinning around spinning you. Spinning around and mm-hmm. you go in it. That gave me nightmares for probably like two or three days. Well, be, when they, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's scary. But this <laughs> is the thing I post because a lot of people don't know this. But it's like, oh, inner earth, you know, underground bases, you know, Agartha. You know, these are locations, what happened. It, it's it's mind-blowing, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, I more focus more on the North Pole and, and Antarctica. Yeah. Antarctica is a very special place. And yeah, to yeah. me, we're just, there's so much to know about. And at the same time, uh, fun fact, everyone, people talk about, is it true about marijuana that it came here on Earth? No. No, came from Mars. Came from Mars. Yeah. Came from Antarctica. Not Antarctica. It came from the Anunnaki's. Anunnaki's. From gold and silver. Yeah. And that that marijuana is only to be smoked if you are one of the elites. Yeah. Because the the healing powers of the so marijuana. So when you're smoking, it feel elite. <laughs> yeah. When you're smoking marijuana, uh, <laughs> the gold and silver is to cure your body. Yeah. Is to heal your body. I cure myself every night, guys. I know. Edibles, <laughs> weeds, mirage, you, you know. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And also, it could be like a little aphrodisiac as well. There you go. Get your dick up, <laughs> you know. But again, you know, these are stories. This is like I love researching about Antarctica. You know me. Mm-hmm. I just love researching. And Billy Carson is one of those where he opened my eyes of how I see the world, even with, oh, the Book of Enoch. Oh, yeah. The Book of Enoch. That's crazy. When I found out, when he talked about Enoch. The first time I heard about that was from Drisco. And, no, Ranting with Ramos. Oh, really? For yeah. me, it was the Drisco kid. When you read that book and you understand it, mm-hmm. we're almost at the end. The Book of Enoch, when I found out what he talked about, that Enoch and Noah, who bit the Noah's Ark, they were half human, half, half. Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And also, it. what's really more fascinating, because now I'm going to be switching gears from Antarctica, mm-hmm. my main c- focus I want to talk about is the Atlanteans. Mm-hmm. What happened to the continent of uh, the of city Atlantis. of Atlantis? Yeah. Then you start finding out the stories of the gods of wars. Mm-hmm. And when Billy Carson said, oh, you can find all those stories about the Atlanteans. It's all, it's all in the Bible. I said, where? Read the whole chapter of Deuteronomy. Yeah. When I was like, what? It talks about it. I was no way, because we want to. I want to know how the Atlanteans had nuclear weapons mm-hmm. and destroyed the whole continent yeah. of Mu in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Remember, Tonga, Hawaii, mm-hmm. Eastern Island. Those are those are the surviving little memories of the continent of Mu. Mm. So it, it close to fifty to one hundred thirty thirty million people died, and also the continent of Lemuria. You know, right there in the Indian Ocean, New Zealand, was it New Zealandia? Like all these continents mm-hmm. were, were sunk. And Billy Carson said this, like, this is a mind fuck. He says, you really want to know where the, the city of Atlantis is at? It's in us. This whole earth, it could be the continent of Atlantean, city of Atlantis. Because you got to remember, oh, that could be a possibility, possibility of a city of Atlantis. There was other continents because you can remember the Atlanteans were at civil wars. I hate my brother. I'm going to go to war with him. Mm-hmm. I hate my sister. There was other Atlantean continents. They're going to war with each other to control Earth. 
So we are aliens, but also we are the the the, the memories of the Atlanteans. I really believe that's that. Interesting. It's it it that's Billy Carson. Yeah. That's where I feel like it makes me think and wonder. All I have to say is when we saw that episode of Billy Carson on the Sean Ryan's show, and recently as I was going on his Instagram page and I saw his wife talking about just manifestation and visualizing and what you want, like. I was like, wow, these people think a lot like I do. And I I have thought this way for years. I, there's a book called The Secret. They mm. have a DVD. Um, or there's a, um, a DV, DV, DVD that I listen to in my car, whatever that's called. And I, I have always taught my daughter like vision boards and to manifest. So when his wife was talking about all of those things, I was tripping out hard because I'm like, it, it correlates back to like things that I have told Stephen when we first started hanging out um, in terms of just how I live my life and how I envision life and how I've always made like things happen for me. Um, not in a ego way, but just in a way of putting your mindset on something that you want and then making it happen. Um, I know at the beginning of the pandemic, I had, um, I had, been helping uh, my friend Drisco kid just getting different talents so that he could interview different people and oh yeah there was a time where there was the girl that was in Arizona and this Karen at uh, slap that bitch yeah yep yeah, I, I, I slapped that fuck you bitch yeah there, there was a Hispanic girl walking into the store and there was a Karen that was talking shit to her and then said a racial slur to her and then that girl was not having it she reminded me of me. And she just packed her hand back and whacked that bitch in the face. And um, she called her, I think, a dirty Mexican. And she, before she could say the word meh, I mean, that bitch got slapped. And I was like, you go, girl. She was like my hero. And um, I remember DMing her and saying, I just want to thank you on behalf of everybody in Los Angeles for slapping that girl because she had no right to talk to you like that. And for you um, to just you know, put her in her place, like, thank you, thank you, because, and it, and it came from a place where I had been spit on by this boy when I was in ninth grade, all because I just said I liked his hat, his Quicksilver hat, and that boy, mm -hmm. I'm sure, was taught racism, but um, this particular girl that got bitch slapped, man, I, I just loved it, and so going back to the manifestation, Chris Driscoll was like, hey, if you, you know, you want to help me get different talent on my platform, that would be cool. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'm bored. I'm kicking in my apartment, not doing a damn thing. But as time had went on, I started to watch uh, Taco God. If you follow him, he's a food blogger, talks uh. about tacos, love Taco God, shout out to him. And he had a contest. And so then I won his contest and I won Drisco Kids contest. And then Talking Again Podcast had a contest, Fidel, and I won his contest. And there was another contest. We um, don't say bad words here. <laughs> we don't say bad words here. But I had one other contest. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But um, we had like five different contests that I just had kept winning. Um, and I remember Chris was like, how are you doing this? Because he noticed I kept winning after winning after winning. And I said to him, I'm manifesting it. And I meant it. I was visualizing it. I was picturing it. I was imagining receiving that gift certificate or whatever it was that was out there for the for the grab. And then I said I was claiming it and I was repeating it in my mind saying, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. And then boom, it happened. 
And that's how I was doing it. So when I was watching Billy and his wife talking about this just today, I was saying to you, this is how I did it. You know, I, I think a couple of days ago I told you. And it, it was just kind of like a mind-blowing I, thing. I never knew of these things. And again, everyone, because I know there's some dumb motherfuckers. I don't get what he said. We are aliens. <laughs> we are the surviving Atlanteans. <laughs> we are humans, okay? You have to do your homework because, again, Earth, to me, is the Atlantis. Yeah. And there's other continents and other capitals. It's a little trip, but I understand. And this is where Billy Carson changed my life, how I see the world. Mm -hmm. I see, remember I tell you when we go out? Yeah. I look at people different. <laughs> yeah. I look at the world like. Different, yeah. It's just, it's something. And um, it's crazy. Yeah. I feel like we said what we had to say on this episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not going to talk about these matters. Yeah, ever the negativity again. as far as these per particular people, um, we spoke on it, just like the episode is called. We cleared the air. And there's one last thing of about a situation with your your boss. Oh yeah. We're not going to mention the the name. Yeah, we won't mention the company and the name, but um, we're just going to say this. You know, Stephen and I, we have um whatever you want to call this. I don't know. I don't label it, but, um, you know, we have what we have and I look at it as my family and I, I love your kids. I love your boys. They're such good kids and they're so innocent and they fill a void in me that I didn't realize I needed. And now I do. And Gavin and Alex are so precious and so kind and so sincere. And I've, I've often heard, oh, kids with autism, they don't show expression. I, I beg to differ because when I bring Alex to school and we're chatting away about like banana bread or taco Tuesday or spaghetti or whatever it is that we're talking about that he's like, what are you making? You know, um, I just see his face light up and the same with Gavin. And so recently um, with Gavin, and I, when we were going through the closet and organizing things while Stephen was at work, um, all of a sudden I noticed Gavin was starting to breathe really shallow. And my daughter Maggie has asthma, so I immediately could recognize the sign right away that he was having breathing trouble. Yeah, asthma attack. Yeah, and I, I said, Gavin, are you okay? And he said, yeah. And I said, Gavin, are you having trouble breathing? And he said, no. But I could tell he was trying to be strong because he was trying to process what was happening. And then I said, Gavin, do you have asthma? And he said, yes. And immediately when he said yes, I knew what was happening. And then that's when I called Stephen and I said, Stephen, you need to get out of work right now. You need to come home because Gavin's having an asthma attack. Yeah. And I said, I could see his breathing's getting more dense. And you could tell he looked different. Yeah. He was like... Yeah, he was getting scared because it was hard for him to breathe. And the, the, the weather has been really, really cold. And so um, I said, get your sweatshirt on, get your shoes on, let's go. And I said, are you able to walk downstairs? And he said, yeah, because there was a moment where I was like, do I just call 911? But there was also the moment of I can get him there faster because like literally around the corner and then boom. Um, so we jumped in the car and drove as fast as we could to, to the, the hospital. hospital. And Stephen got him in right away and they checked him in and got him the help that he needed. Mm -hmm. They had to check his left, his right chest, his left lung, his right lung. Um, he get his medicine. And, um, you know, I just want to say, Cindy, you know, it, it was weird. It was like, 
what the fuck it was like you felt like out of body experiment experiment it felt like like, you're trying to rush yeah you're trying to rush to get there as fast as you can and you know as parents if you are a parent you know that with your children that you love them immensely you love them more than you love yourself and there isn't anything that you wouldn't do for your kids so i i knew in that moment how stressed and how worried Stephen was for his son because I know with my daughter with asthma how I am with my Maggie you know and she's she's my everyone's in the family and and his mom's side of the family because they there's like a couple people that died from from asthma Mm -hmm. and uh we got him better um I posted some pictures and all and I want to say this I don't do it for cloud or be a boy cry wolf I do it because that's my son. I love my son. I care. I'm not trying to play, hey, everyone, my son's better here. Give me likes. I'm not like that. No. Because people were concerned. Yeah. People called. Well, and the thing is, at the end of the day, you're a real person. You're authentic. I mean, you I don't wear you, a have, mask. you have I don't wear feelings a mask, and you have emotions. And, you know, yes, you're a man. And yes, you're a mega man, a.k.a. Long Beach Social Experiment. But behind that platform, you're a human being. You're a person that has emotion and cognitive thoughts. And, you know, you're a dad. You're a single dad. And, and you know, that's part of the reason why when I started watching your show um, back when it was the Mega Man um, podcast show, um, and I was hearing your story of your podcast and, and what you've gone through, who you are as a person and your stories with your cousins and s- the stories that you shared about, you know, video games in Wilmington and the things that you've gone through with your boys. You know, I, I often thought back then, wow, he's a really good dad. He's a really great dad. And despite the ob- obstacles. That oh, we- I got emotional in doing the video, but it's. It's the love that you get, but. There's ignorant people mm-hmm. that left me DMs and comments. You're a pussy. You're this, or even your boss disrespecting you. Yeah, I mean the thing was is yesterday I had went to work, and um, that was sad. Yeah i i had I had shared that I was in this situation, dealing with this, and that, you know, there might be a chance that I may be running late because of the circumstance. Because uh, as you all know, Stephen's car had gotten stolen. It's getting dur- fixed, everyone. It's getting fixed. Yeah. yeah, his car had gotten stolen during Thanksgiving. So because, you know, we were down on one car um, and Alex needed to go to school and Gavin in situation and Stephen starting this new job and his schedule and whatnot, I, I had told Stephen, you know, I, I really think that we should just keep Alex home. I don't think he should go to school. Oh, yes. And I, w- I really have a mm. feeling that it's best if we just keep him home. And I've never asked you to do that. Never. And um you felt something. But I felt something. And I'm I've I'm I've often said and I've shared on my platform that I'm intuitive and I I picked up on something and I said, Stephen, can we please just keep him home? And um Stephen was tired. You know, he's getting used to his schedule and he was kind of cranky because he didn't get a lot of sleep that night before and and I told him, look, it's gonna be easier tomorrow when you go to pick him up that he's just home and then we'll let him stay home because, you know, he had been coughing a little and sneezing and I just think it's better because the weather's been weird. So Stephen agreed. He's like, that's fine. Just let him stay home. And I said, okay. And he's like, I might be working a little bit later if my boss, you know, has me stay because they're behind in trucks and they're getting a load. And, and I'm like, that's fine. Do what he you got to do. He just threw everything handle. off. But again, Cindy, like the disrespect of your boss to tell you that. Yeah, what that, what had that happened? Was a, that was like a fuck. That was like you know what? We're done. We're good. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, she um, 
this particular person, I don't even want to say, but this particular person, when I had said to her the circumstance that I was in and what I had dealt with, um, and I did arrive to work on time, despite the challenges of the morning, um, she very coldly said to me, why are you doing all of this? He's not your husband, and these are not your kids. And I looked at her, and I said, okay, this conversation is over. Give me the paper that you need me to sign, and we're done. And I'm going to go downstairs and handle what I need to handle. But this conversation right now of what you just said is done. Because in that moment, regardless of what we are, it has nothing to do with her or my job or my skill set or or even her opinion. Like it really is none of her goddamn business. Um, number one. And number two, um, it was so disrespectful for her to say that to me. I, I have been disrespected. And she was backtracking. Oh yeah. She started to backpedal oh, I'm immediately. Sorry. I didn't mean like that. Yeah, she didn't I didn't mean it like that. Uh, and I said, No, you did. You did because you said it. Um, but you know what? We're done and we're not going to continue on this and we're going to move forward. So I'm going to go downstairs and handle what you asked me to handle for my job and what's related to my job. But for all intents and purposes of what you just said, that's done. And that's one of the reasons why, Cindy, you and I, we see things, we see people different. Totally. And this is the thing. I feel like now in 2024, people are just putting their business out there where it's like, oh, yeah. It's like, we're good. Yeah, yeah. We're moving different and all. But again, Cindy, um, I just want to say thank you for being there for of me. Course, thank course. you for being there for Gavin and Alex. I mean, you are an angel. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, did okay. everything. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know. Well, what do I, well, I don't know what I would do without you. And I want to say one last thing, Cindy. Real talk. Would you be my girl? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Would you be my girlfriend? Of course. Okay? <laughs> Cuz the reason why you know I took 3 years off yeah, of not dating. I know. And I had to heal. Yeah, you did. Then I told you I don't want to jump into a relationship I and know. use you as a punching bag if yeah. if I'm not healed from the past. I know. And you always been there for of me course. as I be there for you. I know you have always been there for me. And and, uh, and I want to say this, look, respectfully, respectfully to Gavin's mom. We're praying for her to get better because at the end of the day, you are the reason why Gavin and Alex exist. And I have nothing but respect and prayers for you. And I want you to know that every morning before I drop off Alex to school, we pray for you to get better. And before the boys go to sleep, we pray for you. And the boys get really happy to know that we are keeping you in prayer. And I tell them that there's a Bible verse that says that when three or more gather, that God's going to hear and he's going to help you. So I want you to know that. Um, the other thing that makes me really happy is that Monica Stevens' mom um, her and I have such a great relationship, and I'm so grateful to her for Talk that. Talk the mic. I, I'm so grateful to Monica, to Stephen's mom for that, because throughout my friendship with Stephen, your mom has been such a rock for me. 
um, with what what we go through with the boys, you know, and I express to her like things that, you know, I have questions on or, you know, things that we're dealing with. And she's always been there for me, Stephen. Your mom's so amazing. My mom is, uh, she, 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 she tells me like, you know, I like Cindy. <laughs> she's like the perfect woman. Please don't fuck this up. <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's something where, again, everything's lining up. Yeah. Everything's coming to fruition yeah. and uh, it takes baby steps but you know cindy you know thank you for really being there in my life and uh from the good times the bad times the ugly times you're always it's almost like in a way i miss that person where of affection mm-hmm. and it was hard yeah i know and now now i feel like i'm at peace now mm-hmm. with you because you understand me as I understand you. Of so course. I just want to say again, thank you for mm-hmm. being there for me and of the course. kids. I love you so much. And uh, I think we should just end it on that. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any last words or any shout outs? I just, like I said, want to give a shout out to the kid's mom for her to heal so that they can see you. Um, I wouldn't have Gavin and Alex in my life if it wasn't for her. And so respectfully to her and what she's going through right now, I just pray for her to heal and to get better for Alex and Gavin so that they can visit her. I know that Alex misses her very much. Um, and I, I've talked to Alex because I, I understand what he's feeling because I was that kid with my dad, with my dad's challenges that he faced. And I'm not looking to judge anyone because we all have our own path, you know, Um but it makes me so happy to, you know, have those conversations with Alex of what's your favorite food and Gavin too. And, you know, for me to cook for them and do things for them as a mom figure in their life. And I just remind them, look, I'm not looking to replace your mom. Your mom's going to be your mom, but I'm looking to be a mother figure to you if you want that. And I love that they both tell me that. And, you know, yesterday when Gavin was sick, um, And I told him, we're going to go to the hospital. We're going to get you help. And your dad loves you so much, Gavin. And Alex loves you so much. And I, and I was about to say, and I love, and he completed my sentence. And he said, and you love me too. And I said, yes, I love you too, Gavin. (laughs) And it was so beautiful. At the same time, I was so scared because I knew he was having an asthma attack. And I was so frightened because Stephen was at work and I'm like, I got to get this guy to the hospital as fast as possible. But you did, but you did. Yeah. But, uh, again, and, uh, you know, God is good. Yeah. God you know? is good. And, he had us. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode to clear the air because it's my name. It's your name. Mm-hmm. It's my legacy. It's my platform. And I just wanted to just say this one last time. Because after this, this is no, I moved on. Yeah. Because again, Billy Carson, who changed Cindy and my life for Forever. the best. And to me, I, I, I'm more healed. Yeah, absolutely. I am, I'm healed from the past. And I just want to be in the present and the future. And I just want to see people win. Of course, you're going to have haters. Of course, you're going to have people who don't fuck with you and say this, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things I made my mind different. 
I have super thick skin. Totally. I found myself. I conquered my demons. I s killed my ego. And all of those haters, thank you for doing that to him. Because guess what? That light switch in him that turned on, he proved to you that he is not going to allow you to be Correct. in his head. If anything, when you said to him, and you know who you are, when you said to him, oh, you'll never get Martin Moreno on your platform. Guess what? He did. Yeah. And you know... The lack of belief that you had in him, it's okay. He just asked me to be his girlfriend. So don't worry. I'll fulfill that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Peace and, out to you. Yeah. And just uh, shout outs to my boys, yep. Emiliano, Luna. Luna. I'm going to see you soon. And uh, shout outs to uh, Mirage holding it down. And shout outs to Maggie. I love you so much, kiddo. And shout outs to Viva on the baby. And, and also all to the to the podcast listeners, but also the podcasters. Um I know that people are going to be offended and mad of saying how I feel, but it is what it is because, again, he's speaking his truth and uh, do unto others as people do unto you. And there's a ripple effect. And I, I didn't do anything. I just wanted to correct people because, you know, a lot of people don't know how to take con constructive criticism, criticism and I don't want people to be as a laughingstock and, uh, you know, the situation with a lot of them, you need to understand. You got to be careful what you say. And and also, the homie King Mexico, we're going to keep on doing podcasts and all. Is this something where I need to need to vent that out? But also the, the people. It's like, hey, man, I keep it 100. Yeah. I care about all I you mean, guys. I mean, Stephen loves it. King Mexico. Don't get me wrong. And He's look, the homie. We and, love him. And we love but him. But he may not see what what he envisions for his future maybe that's not necessarily what king mexico envisions for his future and that's okay but for them to have the conversation for them to be able to share it and get it out that's what that's what this is for we just want to wake people up and mm -hmm. i just want to put good content i just want to be original i just want to do my part of seeing people win yeah that's all i care about no matter if you love me hate me talk shit anything I just want you guys and ladies to wake up what you were not informed when you were at school mm -hmm. of the Rockefeller system. But again, I just look out for people because I care. Yeah. Who else is going to do that for us? I mean, there's more to life than just clocking in nine to five and waking <sighs> up, eat, sleep, you know, eat, sleep, pay bills and die. You know, that's what we're trying to say. And what we do on earth stays in eternity. Mm -hmm. So once again, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can follow Cali Girl Eats on Instagram. You can follow the Lobby Social Experiment Podcast on Instagram. You can follow Mirage on Instagram, East of the River Studios, Viva. And you know what? Good things to come for 2024. I'm tripping up and I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> I'm tripping out right now. Hey, when you can get, when you can get used to your girl's farts, hey. Shut up, <laughs> Stephen. We can oh get used God. to it. <laughs> I'm going to kill him tonight, guys. I'm going to fucking kill We're him. We're out, guys. Later, everyone. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs>